I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. partner named sasha thumper i remember her like the summer when her and Susie, yeah they threw a slumber party but you cannot call it that because it was slumber well it was more like spending the night three in the morning yawning dancing under street lights we chilling like a villain and a nigga feeling right hey welcome to the black guy test podcast your host rod and Aaron. and we're in the house for a thursday night edition of uh the podcast yes uh, we are sir where we will be uh doing some podcasting and um making up everything else as we go along because i don't have much to talk about well i can talk so yes yeah good let's see if we can make two hours out of nothing oh we can i promise you this is where the uh the true brilliant shines karen uh, <laughs> yes sir don't have anything to talk about <laughs> um anyway man um this is the black guy tips podcast you can find us a bunch of ways the easiest of which being go to the black guy who tips.com um while you're there you can do a bunch of good stuff like uh you can actually watch the show live right there we have a uh tab at the top of the page for live shows on vocal uh when there's not a live show going on you can click that tab and even see when the next show is scheduled to be 
so you can uh you know you can holler at us that way it's very easy man you just click on that thing and it'll say like hey the next show is in 12 hours or something like that um if you're in vocal right now you can click the uh heart button on the left and uh follow the host and you'll know also whenever we schedule a new show you'll get an email a couple hours before like hey they're about to go live and then you can uh you know you know you got two hours to wrap up whatever you're doing and uh get your ass back to the house <laughs> but um yeah so while you're there at the blackouttips.com you can do stuff like i don't know donate to the show subscribe to the uh actual blog so you get updates every time we post something you can uh go to our store right from there just click on the link that says store go buy stuff um you can go to our tumblr page um you can also like us on facebook right from the blackoutist.com we have mm-hmm. a little little side thing right there you click that like it bam now you're you're in the crew that's all you gotta do to be down man like us in facebook um if you want to go to extra mile go on itunes leave us a five-star review regardless of what you have to say about the show we promise we'll read it on the air we will even if it's less than glowing even if you want to call us uh you know a bunch of ignorant uh people that don't know what's funny you know maybe you're <laughs> maybe you're 12 years old and you want to email us and tell us that it's wrong to call white people stupid and uh if i will let you do that as long as it's a five-star review and then i'll go what the fuck are you doing listen to a podcast 12 year old yep it says explicit for a reason yeah where are your parents put your parents on the computer anyway um you can also <laughs> you can also find us on podomatic uh stitcher radio um keep sharing the show when you're uh if you're if you're on stitcher and you're like a, on a computer or your phone or whatever there's a button there where you can like share it via twitter or facebook mm-hmm. make sure you guys do that man it helps the show out tremendously when you share the link yeah, and we uh, keep going up that chart man yeah people can see that we're one of the most shared shows on twitter on stitcher and uh yes. hopefully that'll get um get us more listeners man so um now hopefully they won't be 12 years old and uh they better not be they'll know that the show is explicit and that we don't really think <laughs> white people are all stupid so no um but yeah you can do all that stuff there you can also call the show 704-557-0186 talk to us live uh saturday mornings or you can just um leave us an email a voicemail throughout the week you can email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com um and you can also uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That as in D A T. And uh, the show Twitter is at T B G W T. Um, you can donate your account too. Um, by donating your account, uh, what it does is it helps spread the word for the show. Um, it's very easy. It just it's a, a application that allows us to be able to retweet or share things on your Facebook pages or your Twitter. Um, and it's all show related stuff. Like when a new episode is posted, we like to use that. Um, or, you know, there's like, if we want to tell people to, you know, where they can support our sponsors, we'll, we'll, we'll use the donate your account. You just go to donate your account.com slash TBGWT. That's donate your account.com slash TBGWT. Do it or else you're a racist. So, you know, <laughs> and if you want to be a racist, do it or you're not a racist. Mm-hmm. Get both Reverse groups. psychology. Reverse mm-hmm. psychology, Karen. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme, yes, sir. Um, and uh, Karen, do you want to um do the sport reviews thing or no? I do. 
All right, go ahead and handle your business, player. All right. For those of you that do not know, for those of you that do know, uh, me and Rod of this podcast and Kristen Kev of the Insanity Check and Brandon from Where's My 40 Acres do another show called Spoil Movie Reviews. This uh, month, uh, we do it twice a month. We've already done it once. We also, we're going to also be doing it on the 20th. Uh, it can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and we're now on Lipson. So for those of you that uh, were subscribing to us on Podomatic, we're no longer on Podomatic. And also, you need to go subscribe to the new iTunes feed. So if you got Spoil Movie Reviews, you'll be like, what the fuck? Why ain't nothing updated? Please delete that one and go resubscribe. That's, that's what happened. We changed the Lipson. Uh, we also, you can find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Tumblr, and our Twitter address is Spoiled Movie Pod. Uh, we want to hear from you. You can email the show at SpoiledMovieReviews at gmail.com. And don't forget to send us five-star reviews. The same plan that we have on Black Guy Who Tips is the same plan there. Uh, we don't care what you got to say. We will read it as long as it's five stars. And for those of you that have left us five-star reviews again, please go and leave us five-star reviews again because when we redid it and changed over the lips and all our five-star reviews went away. So for those of you that have done it, you was like, fuck it, I won't do it again. We don't mind. You can tell us as many times as you want to. And also we have a, a donate your account. It's uh, donateyouraccount.com slash pod. And you also can find uh, Spoiled Movie Reviews at uh, movietrailerreviews.net. And the theme of this podcast is for those of you that don't ever plan on seeing it. I know I'm going to do it wrong, baby. But those of you that don't ever plan on seeing it, I don't give a fuck because it's, the spoil is in the name. So I don't want no emails about y'all spoiled it because it's in the name. It's for those who've already seen it. Those who don't ever plan on seeing a movie or just don't give a fuck. Because uh, there's uh, spoilers all throughout spoil reviews, man. So I suggest you listen to it only if you don't care about spoilers or if you've already seen the movie or don't want to go see it at all. Because, uh, yeah, we spoil shit, like, right away. Like, we start off the review and, and tell you that Bruce Willis is dead or whatever it is that, you know, that we're talking about. So, <laughs> um, all right, man. Let's uh, go ahead and... Uh, Get into some actual, I don't know, podcasting. Is that okay? I'm down with you down. Hey, man, so you know how, like, a lot of nerds are, um, well, wait, hold up. I'm about, I skipped over a step, Karen. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say, are we sponsored, sir? Yeah, we're getting paid for this shit. I'm Ooh. about to say. I almost, what, what the fuck is wrong with me? We don't have enough show, and I almost made that shit shorter and lost us money. Uh-uh, don't be doing it's that, the worst sir. way to do it. Um, today's podcast is sponsored, and it's sponsored by two different companies that know us very well and that you should know very well at this point yes um the first of which being um the homie dexter who was actually on the last episode of the podcast um and uh, i think he was a really good guest and i think people enjoyed having him uh having him on so yes dexter's um, great yeah but uh it's this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions uh if you give this podcast that's right this podcast the black guy tips a five-star review between now and Sunday night, you'll be in the run for a free audio play. Rod and Karen will draw a name from everybody who qualifies, and the winner will be sent an audio play of their choice. Uh-oh, so for those of you that have tried and you didn't make it, try again. Now, if you've already given a five-star review, but you still want to be in the contest, search for Alexa Yeams on iTunes, and that's A-L-E-X-A. Yeams is Y-E-A-M-E-S on iTunes um, and look for her audio play album and give her a five-star review instead. 
so you can either give us a five-star review if you haven't done so yet if you have you can go search for alexa yeams leave her a five-star review on her on her audio play album on itunes and uh you'll be entered in this drawing and you get a free audio play um and he also would like to add buy our crap at (laughs) (laughs) it is not crap it's actually good that's what he said oh and buy our crap at shadowdollproductions.com so yeah make sure you guys go do that man go to shadowdollproductions.com every time you spend money there you're actually supporting our show man and keeping us sponsored so uh you know every dollar y'all put over there is you know worth three or four times that to us yes it is all right so uh i guess it's time to get sexy on them karen i know it's sexy time uh for our other sponsor i like sexy time i'm going to let's see stay late again no let's no let's who is it oh it's the plumber a lot, of, a lot of acting on this. <laughs> a lot of acting. That's right. It's time to. What kind of plumber come in with his own theme music? Time to lay that pipe, ladies. <laughs> That's why he's called the plumber. Mm-hmm. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Of course you are. That's a dumbass question. I'm sorry I asked. Have no, you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or an adult movie? They think about turning the waterworks on with this intro. Well, if you have a heartbeat, you should be. <laughs> I would hope so. Well, here's an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You get 50% off of just about any item. Yes, sir. And that's not all. That's not all. Can, Mem- you, can you dig it? Mm-mm. Remember Father's Day coming up. When you... When you select one item for 50%, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. That is three videos of slow motion white people on the beach having sex. Oh, yes. Plus a free extra gift that's so sensual. How sensual? I can't tell you how sensual, Karen. They won't let me. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm trying to tell you, Father's Day coming up. You know you, you know, you don't want your dad to be having no more kids. Buy him some condoms. Uh, and also... There's an extra gift that's so central. How central? I can't tell you what. (laughs) And to top it all off. Am I messing you up? I'm sorry, baby. (laughs) To top it all off, they're also throwing free shipping. Yes, they will. They'll show, they're throwing shipping that's so central. I can't even tell you about it. (laughs) I know, right? It's too, it's too central. It's free. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) And they're not playing around. So check out adamandeve.com today. And for this special offer, you get 50% off of one item when you type in the code TBG. WT TBGWT will you go on uh, the checkout in the uh, offer code box just put that in there three free DVDs free extra gift free shipping TBGWT adamandeve.com people treat yourself and more yes. importantly treat your genitals okay yes treat your genitals and they will treat you back that's what I yes, say yes and you think I'm joking for real Father's Day coming up take care of y'all daddies I say uh, uh, a bird in the hand is worth a hand in the bush, if you know what I'm saying, people. I don't. Right. Okay. Ah! It's too deep. Way too deep, sir. Um. All right. So first things first, man. Uh, this is for my nerds. Um. You know, I was thinking about this, and I don't know which way I'm coming down on it. Uh, but, like, you know how people are like, uh, there's like this, this battle between, like, game makers and GameStop. And it's going on because of used video games. Mm-hmm. So, like, game makers are trying to come up with a way to cash in on the used video game market. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what happens with GameStop is, like, say I buy a game for $60, right? Mm-hmm. 
I play the game, I beat it, I don't like it, whatever. I decide I'm going to take it back and trade it in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I can get, uh, like, a certain amount free. Like, like I can get, like, $25 back when I sell them my game. Mm-hmm. All right, so I get $25, and I turn around, and I buy some more shit from GameStop, more than likely, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, what GameStop does, they turn around, they put it back on the shelf, and you know if i paid you know if i if they paid me twenty five dollars for it they turn around and say they 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 put they put it at fifty mm-hmm. and they put it on the shelf and so the next guy comes in and he buys a used game for fifty dollars yes right mm-hmm. now it, you know the people that made money in this transaction of course originally the game maker makes that first sixty dollars mm-hmm. but now after that once the game is on the second hand market it can be sold a hundred times it can be sold fifty times the game maker sees none of that Okay. So, you know, the guy who created the game is, you know, even though his product is being sold again and again and again, he's not going to see any of that. So they've tried to come up with different ways to corner, to get into that market. One thing they're doing is they do, they offer these uh, online passes. And what that means is if you want to use any of the online features of a game, whether it's like um, multiplayer or co-op or anything where you need to go online to use the game. Mm-hmm. Well, they make you pay for the ability to go online. It's like ten dollars a game or something. So even wow. if you even if you buy a used copy, you have to turn around and spend ten dollars to get that that online pass. And my thing is that if I pay sixty, I don't want to pay you extra ten. I well, pay if you full pay price the, for the game. The first person gets it free. Oh, okay. So the person who pays okay. sixty, you get a code inside. But when you resell the game, the code doesn't work anymore. So the okay. next person needs to buy a code too. You know. Like, the next person is going to need a new pass. Okay. So that's how game makers are getting in on this. It's basically like getting $10 every time your game is sold. Okay. If if the people want to play online. Um, and another thing that game makers are doing is they're trying to go digital. Um, okay. You, you know, for people that are familiar with music and shit like that, I mean, it's not that revolutionary of a concept. It's basically you no longer would get a box. You would just spend $50 and get a game downloaded to your hard drive and play it straight off your hard drive. I know that when I got the Kingdom of Reckoning game, mm-hmm. um, what confused the hell out of me, I was trying to figure out something, and I said, baby, where's my book? I don't understand. I ain't got no book. And I searched the shit, and I couldn't find a book. Come to find out, the book was digital. Yeah. The confused book. the hell out of me. So the book was uh, digital. What do you mean? It was on the actual video, the game disc, or you yes. mean? Yes, okay. it was. Which I didn't know because you know I'm used to getting the game with like a, a little booklet that came with it and stuff like that. And, and an instruction guide. Yes, an instruction guide. And so that kind of explains it to me. And for me, I think mm, I understand. Um, but they also the gamers get don't the gamers the gaming people make their money off a of DLC. Um, yeah, they can. Yeah, that's one way they make money is they come out with downloadable content that adds on to the game. So maybe they'll add a new chapter in the story and then people will buy that and you spend like $10 to get that. Yeah, there's other ways, streams of revenue they can use to get, yeah, to get in. That's that's what I thought. And the thing is that people get on GameStop, but you got Gamefly, you got Best Buy, you got other people getting in this market, too. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they have a tendency to pick on GameStop. Yeah, I think what happens, well, yeah, Best Buy is doing it, yeah. And I think, I mean, it's not really picking on GameStop. GameStop is kind of like getting picked on because they're the most famous, like, they're so they're the ones who invented it and they're the best at it, so that's why they get called out. But it's really more of a calling out of the practice. Like 
they like video game companies no longer want to not be able to make that fucking money like they would like to get a piece of this money and it, to me it's kind of greed because i mean it's like you know all these years you guys are used to selling us a product making that money off of it and because another market's been created off of your used games now all of a sudden it's up to the responsibility of gamestop to give you some money you know um so but i was thinking about how games might go digital at some point where the companies in order to get back at gamestop may eventually just bypass physical games and just all of a sudden it's gonna be like hey call of duty came out go home and download it and you know what to me it would actually benefit them um and i think it would actually be better for the consumer because who wants to go pre-order stand in line go at midnight when they were like hey at 12 o'clock Everybody can come on here and purchase it all at once and get yeah. your dick. And they can actually get release more copies, too. Yeah, and I don't remember the last time that I've actually read an instruction book. You I, know? I rarely do it. Sometimes I do, but I rarely do it. Um, and I mean, but everything's now, like, almost every game you play, it's actually in the game as a tutorial. So, like, you learn how to play the game by just playing the game. There's more, it, no more, like... Oh, let me look this up. Oh, wait, it's up, up, down, left, right. You know. But like this, if it's a good game, if it's a terrible ass game, which I have experienced, mm -hmm. you are confused as shit. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the general, in general, I'm talking more about the good games. Okay. They kind of have become a lot more user friendly. Yes, they have. Yeah, nah, yes, they have. I, so, I do give them credit for that. So I'm thinking like eventually games could just go completely digital. But here's what I where that where I can't decide if I'm for or against it. I don't know if that would lower prices. No. Or or it would make sure that they don't get lower. Like I don't know if Yeah. Yeah. If, like am I benefiting from used games? Yes, you are. Uh, okay, hold on, let me finish. <laughs> I think you are. Okay, I'm not I'm, let me present both sides. Let me present both sides for you to decide, please. Um <laughs> All right, am I benefiting from used games and like that secondhand market lowering prices? Um, but but since the video game maker doesn't get a part of that, it's like um, they have no incentive to lower the prices of their product. And that's true because it, it will only hurt them because there's no way they make zero dollars off of everything else. You know, even this digital code thing they're doing is basically bullshit that they came up with to get the $10 off of resale, resale games. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wonder if, and obviously I have no idea, we, we may never know, I wonder if games went completely digital, uh, if it would cut down on some of the production costs because you wouldn't have to have physical DVDs, physical cases, physical uh, instruction guides and stuff like that. Um, and then you wouldn't have to do that bullshit online pass thing anymore. That's true. Um, and... Because it's completely digital, um, there will be no more resale market. So I wonder if that would either, A, keep games at $60 or whatever the original price is longer, or if that would make them lower faster because it's like, well, not as much money is spent on the production of this game as far as uh, distributing it. And also, because there's no secondhand market, um competing with us we don't like we don't have to uh we we can like sell it more at cost than we were before what do you think which what you I, think but it's better now or it'll be better if it goes all digital i think it's plus and minuses to both i think that as of right now it's not a monopoly uh -huh. so prices drop because 
Best Buy, Walmart, all these places to sell video games, they're only going to let it sit in the shelf but for so long. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to drop it to move it off the shelves. Like They're like, look, I don't care if it costs $60. We'll, we'll sell it at a discount to us because we just want to get it off our shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I do I, I kind of understand what you're saying about the digital format. But to an extent, I think it would be higher longer on a digital format mm-hmm. uh, because what incentive do they have to drop a terrible ass game? Yeah, that's a good point, because also like um, what I was thinking about was how it, like even now they have digital games on, on Xbox. Like mm-hmm. I can go buy a game. But um, a lot of times those prices, even with there being a competing market of used games, those prices aren't low. They're not even as low as GameStop. No. So like I could it, it like it, it actually behooves me to go down to GameStop and buy a used copy of the game than just a old ass digital copy of the game. Like I could get a digital copy of Borderlands for twenty dollars this week because it's on sale. But typically it would still be about forty dollars. If I walked up in the be- into GameStop or Best Buy, I probably could get that same game for like twenty dollars right now. So like yes. you know, I wonder if you know, if it even would affect it. So, you know, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a thought, man. I, and I really don't know. Maybe we'll make it to poll. Yeah. And I think, and I think also for me, when it comes to the, uh, digital format, I think they actually have the video game makers have more control. Yeah. And that can be bad because they're all about profit. They're mm-hmm. not really about the consumers. I mean, I really hate to be like that, but but, but every, isn't everybody all about profit? Who's, yes, who's yes, about consumers? Yes, 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 they are. But when it comes to this format, it's almost it's not a new concept, but it's for the fact that it's, like I say, terrible video games would be higher longer, and and they might be so greedy that they're like, we're never dropping the prices. Yeah. So all of a sudden, all games are sixty dollars all the time. Right, right. It might become like a Nintendo kind of. Yeah, where it's like, like I, well, I guess what I was hoping was that competition. If everything was digital, competition would cause it to lower the price. Like because everything's digital is kind of an even playing field. And now it's like, you know, game. If another if another person puts their game out at forty dollars, it kind of fucks up the other person. It's like when uh, NBA Two K lowered their price to forty dollars that one year. And NBA Live started to stay at 60, and nobody bought NBA Live anymore. That's true. Like, I wonder if that'll ever happen. Anyway. Um, it's let's, possible. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, wait. And someone, actually, uh, I'm going to take this question because they asked a question live via vocal, but it, like I said, won't have much to talk about, so I'm going to take these questions today. Um, <laughs> Dylan Esslinger says, the only thing I hate about GameStop is you pay $60 for a game, then they give you 9 bucks for it. Um, yeah, man, like... <laughs> Here's like that actually doesn't bother me that much about GameStop. Like I get it, they're playing hardball, and the reason that most people hate them is because uh, since they have the most leverage and the biggest market share, they're the ones who are the biggest dicks, right? So like Best Buy right now might give you fifteen dollars for a sixty dollar game, um, and GameStop might give you ten because it's like, hey, we've been fucking around longer, and more people are gonna come in here, right? That's right. What bothers me about GameStop is the lack of fucking quality of checking the used games yes sir and, and used systems like um 
like i like i'm not one of these people that just hates gamestop because i'm a nerd and i shop there so mm-hmm. as a nerd i have to hate everything that i that that i use you know i'm not that dude no gamestop has been very beneficial if you know how to get over on them like i i never sell games to gamestop i sell all my games on ebay but then i buy used games and i have like a 10 percent discount and then i wait till it's like buy two get one free mm-hmm. like I, I do all that shit to make and then i like line up the games i want and then i have to go in and uh you have to be very thorough and the reason you have to be thorough is because gamestop is pretty much giving up on quality yes they are and there's nothing worse than you buying a fucking game for gamestop and they were like well you have a certain amount of warranties and then you play and whatever is scratched and shit at it's like way past that time and then you play and you're like fuck now i have a used game that i can't finish right um like yeah that's a problem um they like they don't check the, for scratches and shit no and you know people are gonna be like well that's on you to check okay i get that but it used to not be i remember when yeah. gamestop first started buying games and they would meticulously check the quality of it. Like yes, they, would, they would. Like they would. Oh, they would look at the back of the DVD. They would clean it themselves. Mm-hmm. They would put it in and make right sure in it, front of you. Yeah, they would put it in the system. They would make sure it played. Um, and you weren't getting out of there with any money from them unless your shit worked. Yes. Um, you know, so it was. It got to the point where it was like, if you had a fucked up game, you didn't go to GameStop because you was like, man, these motherfuckers ain't about to buy this game for me. You know. But now it's like they realize that basically it's a zero sum game. Like us spending nine dollars to get a sixty dollar game turn around and sell it for fifty dollars yeah uh we don't need to check the quality on that shit because you know worst case uh we wasted nine dollars at the worst case but more more than likely at some point somebody's gonna buy it not check it or maybe let it sit around for a little bit or not do the due diligence and then they're not gonna be able to get their money back and they're gonna come in and try to resell us that game that we sold them and we're gonna lowball their ass too so it's like we're gonna make we're constantly in a state of making profit. If anything, we're gonna have too many games. Um, True. So like, yeah, they don't check the quality, mm-hmm. and you would think that okay, well, games get scratched. That's just normal. That can happen to anybody. You know, you got some dude who's you know a World of Warcraft player that named Rob who just fucking hangs out at EB Games all day or GameStop talking shit to you know his other friend uh sage or some shit and they you know they argue about what's better uh you know uh skyrim or world of warcraft all fucking day and they're not paying you any fucking attention until you try to get to the counter and then of course they do the upsell on you and shit and uh all that but you know so so, so you got those guys working there and and then you know the manager is probably like some fucking uh 40 year old cokehead like that that couldn't never get it right in other lines of work, but you know he needs this job to pay for his fucking divorce lawyer or some shit, and <laughs> coming there working nights and 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 shit, and you know and these you know these guys. I mean, is there is there a guy that has a worse run than, than the fucking night shift manager at GameStop? Because like all those GameStops, I don't know where you guys live. Every GameStop's in the fucking hood. Mm-hmm. Every GameStop. Like, if you find a GameStop that's not in the hood, you then you, you're you lucky. That's the one you go to. Cause, we only know one. The one off of Ray Road. Yeah, but all the other ones here, they're all in the fucking hood. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, they and, and that means the manager has to get off, and motherfuckers love robbing them a GameStop. Yes, they do, because now all of them got, like, the metal bars across the doors. People have actually here took their vehicles and ran them in the front door and shit. Yeah, motherfuckers will straight up drive right into the front door of a GameStop, crack it open and steal a bunch of games and you know it's so so all right so you got you know you got that kind of guy and he now that guy is not a gamer now your boy sage 
and uh you know the other guy that would work in the front counter arguing about world of warcraft all day they those, those dudes are gamers mm-hmm. right Th- those dudes they 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 might be annoying they might be nerdy they might be douchebags but they're fucking gamers so they, they know are. they know their product and you know they're, they're sometimes the, to the point where it's annoying yeah they're gonna give you a condescending attitude about no matter what you buy <laughs> yes you know it's like oh man i think i want to get uh i think i want to get uh the new halo <laughs> halo huh okay you, you, you yeah. sure, sure you want to upgrade for the extra special gun? It, it yeah. does something special. So you're going to get Halo, huh? Well, let me show you something, buddy. Look at this. Look at this gun right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me roll my sleeve up. Yeah, you see that? That's a Halo tattoo. Yeah, that's Master Chief's yes. face. And I got yeah. the special pen edition with, with my game. Yeah, what, what did I'm you hardcore. Get? I'm yes. hardcore. Yeah, this is this right here. This is a USC uh, Marine uh, Marine dog tag. So you can only get them one of a kind. You have to go to Comic Con, collect, yes. collect a special baseball card of Master Chief there. Then you have to go to to uh, to E3. And when you're at E3, if you can uh, catch a picture of you with Cliff Bazinski and then take it over to the people at Bungie. <laughs> Then they'll give you these dog tags, but yeah, okay, sure. We'll reserve you Halo. Are you going to wait at midnight for it? Oh, you're not? Okay, loser. Right? So, yes. so you got to deal with that motherfucker anyway. But, um, so, so like the whole time you're in GameStop and shit, and, um, that, that manager guy, the cokehead guy, he has fucking instructed them like, hey, don't worry about checking the quality of the games, right? And it goes yes, against sir. their game in nature, but they don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, they're making seven fifty an hour, no matter how much they care about video games. They've been instructed to fucking sell you some shit. So they don't give a fuck. So they end up selling you some bullshit because... They're not going to clean the game. They're not even looking to see if it has a fucking book. There's times where people just bring in a game. They just put a, like, they bring in just a disc, mm-hmm. and they will put a case on it, and a blank case, and then write on it, like, oh, yeah, this is Skyrim. Oh, yeah, this is Devil yeah, May Cry. they sell you that shit. you be like, who's going to buy this shit? And, like, when you do that, you're lowering the quality of your product mm-hmm. and like i said gamestop doesn't give a fuck anymore but that's why gamestop sucks it's not that they suck because they do use games or anything mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that do use games it just sucks that you know in a in a uh, in a pursuit to make money they've completely done away with quality and that's just you know like I, now i have to work hard when i go to fucking uh gamestop mm-hmm. now i i have to go I have to open up the fucking case to make sure I got a book, book with it. Got to investigate it. Yeah, and I got to, you know, when I get it, I got to open it up, uh, to open my case immediately, look at the back, see if it's scratched up and shit. Like, and it's, and I know that people are like, well, buyer beware, but it's fucking annoying. And I don't have to beware yeah. other times. There's times where I went and bought a brand new spanking game, uh, from Best Buy. Just because I was like, I, I don't, don't want to deal it. with That's right. uh, the the fucking crab shoe of having to possibly return a, a game from GameStop. And, and this is, you know, I'm a grown ass man. I have a job. I have shit to do. I don't have time to be thinking when I buy this, I may have to go back and forth to GameStop three times to get a good working disc. No, sir. Don't got the time. I got shit to do. Yeah. So that's what's annoying. I don't care about them lowballing you on a resale game, uh, Dylan, but you know, don't don't fucking you know don't don't sit up here and give me like a half a hand job every time I show up to get to buy a game, man. <laughs> Three fingers versus five. Yeah, this is like just a tip and shit. Um, let's see. Patrick writes in all this nonsense from both sides just pushes people to pirate games. It's just like with music. Um, here's the thing about pirating games and pirating music. Um, now music is a little bit different because yeah, like I said games a little bit more complex, ain't it? Well, music's so easy. And everybody knows about it. That's true. Like the only people that aren't downloading music at this point is your grandma. 
Yeah, your, your great aunt Ethel, who you know doesn't know anything about computers. Yeah, she asked you to do it. Yeah, she she still calls it the internet, like that. <laughs> like her, she's you know, oh, what is that? A WW? Was that the World Wide Web you're looking at there? Yes, it is. You know man. that, like that's the that's the people that don't know about that shit. So, but um, I think people like to blame the companies and shit for everybody pirating music and pirating games and stuff. That's not it. Um. People ain't shit. And if you can steal something for free, you would do it. You know what I mean? That's just what people do. You steal shit for free. Um, and it, it's, it's painless and harmless and it doesn't look like it. You're never going to meet the people that it actually hurts. You know what I mean? So it's just, it, that's what's happening. It's not GameStop versus EA Games is making me bootleg this game. It's no zero dollars versus 60. Is making me bootleg this game. Yeah, and, and the thing about uh bootleg games mm-hmm. is that people wonder, like, on Xbox, I don't know about the other ones because we have Xbox, that periodically you log in, they be like, hey, if you don't accept this update, you can't go on. A lot of times that's what they're checking for, and they will yeah. ban your ass. Yeah, they will ban you, and you yes, have to they, get a new Xbox yes, and shit like will. that. But, um, yeah, um, so, yeah, you, that's not that's not why people get used games. People get used games because they're fucking lazy. Yep. Um, and they don't want to pay for shit because people ain't shit. And uh, we got to stop romanticizing uh, stealing shit, man. Like, when you steal a movie, you're stealing it because it's fucking easy to do. You know, like, somebody, I remember somebody was like, well, if you could steal a car, would you steal a car? Because isn't that messed up? You see the people that you're taking money out of their pocket and stuff. That's just how stealing music is. I was like, um, wait a minute. Does the car weigh zero pounds and I can just say that again? I can drive it away with nobody knowing and I can just like make a copy of the car and leave the original car there it and don't work like that. Get away scot free. Like, cause that's what the comparison is. And if I could do that, I'd be stealing the shit out of some fucking cars. <laughs> I mean, I'd have fucking 27 cars out in the parking lot right now. Like, nobody's that good of a person. Nobody really cares about this shit. The only time you care about an artist is if you you're really, the artist. really like them. Yeah. Or you're an artist. That's or right. Um, speaking of people not being shit, um, I was talking to Aaron, uh, Aaron Rand Freeman from Blacking It Up the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they were traveling on the road doing their thing, and um, I, he was like talking about how he was at a hotel, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm about to go get some of this complimentary breakfast, um, you know, before we hit the road or whatever." Mm-hmm. And I know I ain't shit because I was like, "Hey, man." Make sure you take some bags down there, man. Get you some extra muffins and shit for the road. I know so. I'm like, put that. And he was like, oh, no, it's not that kind of hotel. It's a fancy, nice hotel. Oh, but if they make it. get like a, a, a omelet buffet and you get a chef and oh, all this shit. Oh, they got the fancy shit. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't know why I was thinking so low rent, man. Like, that was an ain't shit moment. Like, yeah, I was like, I was, yeah, take some muffins with you on the road. Yeah, I basically was like, steal. Steal some, that shit. Take some extra ones, you, sir. Yeah, take that shit. Steal it. You paying for it anyway? Those are free muffins. Those are yours now. <laughs> they ain't free. You pay for them. Believe you me. Yeah, nobody has to know. Um, all right. Another thing that happened, um, and this went down on my Google Plus page. Okay. Um, and people are very interactive on Google Plus. Um, yes, maybe, they are. Maybe even overly so sometimes, but I, I enjoy the people that interact with me. Um, they seem to be good natured. Um, so I, I found a bug in our sink. At 2 a.m. in the morning the other night. I seen that. My ass was asleep, so you know I ain't see it. Yeah, so it was like uh, June 12th or so. Uh, you know, it was 2 in the morning, 
and like i like i've been finding since we moved here in my bathroom because we both have our own bathrooms now yeah so in my bathroom i kept finding these little tiny like black looking worms and then i was and it wasn't like i was finding them every they look kind of like like really small centipedes or really small um like maybe uh moths or something like mm-hmm. caterpillars or something like re- and i'm by really small i mean like less than a quarter of an inch and i would never find like two or three of them i would always find like one and it would be like crawling on the bathroom floor whenever i woke up in the morning or if i went to go piss in the middle of the night it, it would be <laughs> crawling on the bathroom floor and it, you know and like a, a like smaller than it's like maybe a quarter of an inch long like a couple of cent i don't know just really small and just randomly just be one walking around by itself and like when i come <laughs> just, like, just chilling and, and it was always like what the fuck is going on here you, you know think like, having a late, late 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 night walk yeah just yes <laughs> like taking a stroll you know? i gotta get away from my wife that bitch had me up all night long i cut on the light and start whistling and start smoking and shit and yeah stressed out nothing to see here well these not nah, not these little ones these little ones were not like that but you know so i noticed the little bugs and i was like man i'm gonna call the uh, apartment people to come and because i saw like I, I i thought i saw like there was part of the carpet that was like bent up at the door and that's where i think these bugs were coming from mm-hmm. so i sprayed some bug spray over there and the next couple nights uh you know i would see like a dead one of those little worms like right there because then they come up here and die yeah 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 so i think that's where they were coming from so um you know i I was like okay i'm just gonna call the alarm people i mean the not alarm people i'm gonna call (laughs) call the apartment people and be like look i need y'all to seal this shit up all right this this is uh crazy right now and the guy like and the guy does that thing where you know i i know he probably knows that um like he's dealt with this shit before Mm mm-hmm and he thinks he knows what it is, but I, he doesn't know that I've been like scoping out the problem for a week or two. Yes, and I pretty much have a handle on exactly what's going on. But uh, he does this thing where he comes in and he's like, uh, "So you want me to fumigate the place?" I was like, "No, no. Um, I do not want to be have the house fumigated. I don't want to be out the apartment for a fucking day or some yes. shit." Yes, like um, this, um, it's not this huge problem. There's not bugs all over the place. It's this one little spot, and I know that there's worms coming in from this shit and they need to be fucking sealed the fuck in and um i just need you to put some caulk on there or something and he's like all right man so you want me to fumigate i was like what, what the <laughs> um, what is he wrecking mcdonald's it's <laughs> like come on man we have work with me here dog i'm you know I've, i'm telling you what the problem is i figured out everything this is what i think will solve it and you know if it you know the the, fum- the fumigation thing is like the nuclear bomb like you don't want to have to do that unless you have, have to. to. Yeah. I got to move everything out of there. I got to, you know, like that's the, not this next step. Let's no. start small no. and work our way up. Right. Yes. And he's just, you know, it's like, I guess when people have that finger on that trigger, that nuclear bomb, it's like, oh, you sure this isn't this, you know, it's like when they say when you're holding a hammer, the solution to everything is hitting something with a hammer. Yes, it that's, is. That's how it feels. <laughs> it's like, well, I got this fumigation shit and I don't get to use it that often. often. You sure? You sure? Let's go ahead and uh, pop this bad boy out. I was like, no, we're good. You know, this... <laughs> so um, anyway, um, that, that, that's kind of skipping ahead. But what happens was um, I come in and I just have like, I think I'd already either put in the work order for, fumiga- for the uh, ceiling or uh for sealing up the carpet or something but um i was like you know what it's two in the morning let me just 
do a quick check. I didn't even have to piss. I was like, let me just do a quick check of the bathroom. I, I click, I click on the light. I look like I look around on the floor because that's where I've been seeing these little bugs and I don't see any. And I was like, okay. Um, so there's no, there's none of these little worms or anything. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like, wait a minute, there was one dead worm over there by where I sprayed that bug spray. Okay. And I hadn't swept it up yet. You know, that was like, uh, you know, that, that was like later in the afternoon and now it's time to go to bed. And I was like, I'm gonna sweep this up. So I'm like, where the fuck did it go? And I couldn't find it. So then, you know, I was like just about to cut the light off and I looked in the sink and I saw this hideous fucking prometheus looking bug uh, uh, yeah yeah it's like fucking two inches long or some shit an inch and a half long his legs like just fucking everywhere like it like had 70 pairs of legs so um the, i took a picture of it right mm-hmm. and i already had lucky for me i already had my bug spray sitting in the uh in the yeah, bathroom we bugs, i don't play them games so so fuck with bugs Ugh. so and it was already sitting in the sink so it's like you know the easiest of of ways to, so i was like thanks buddy so i sprayed that shit and it took a couple like it took a little bit of while to die like it's i you know it took a while and i sprayed that fight yeah i sprayed it with some ah. good bug spray and so it was like in the sink you know doing out this death scene you know alas poor yorick <laughs> I, I knew ye well and then yes he, he croaked yeah goodbye crew world and curled up in a ball and i just turned on the sink and uh the water just kind of flushed it down the drain or whatever yes sir and um you know i but it freaked me out because i had never seen a bug like this before and so i'm trying to go to bed and you know karen's already in the bed sleep oh yes but i'm laying out. i'm laying down and i'm freaking the fuck out man i'm like what the fuck was that are there more of those yeah, i know it's so is it poisonous i was it some type of weird ass spider or something so i'm just googling shit i'm like uh, first, you know, first thing I'm googling is what kind of those are those little bugs that the little worm things I've been finding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I need to know what the fuck that was. Oh, I know it so. Then I um find, you know, then I'm looking up like I'm like, but I need to know what this like Prometheus bug was. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just googling different shit. I'm like, you know, centipede, you know, millipede. Somebody told me it was, I posted it on all my social media sites. Like, what was this? <laughs> Have you seen this? And so somebody has people. You know, and it's two in the morning, so nobody fucking knows. Like, it's two in the morning. People are just like, you know, how many legs does that thing need? What the fuck? You know, <laughs> those, those yeah. yes, those are the type of response you don't get. A couple people are like, "It's a silverfish." I'm like, "No, I'm familiar with silverfish." What the hell is a silverfish? A silverfish is well, it's, it's these th- these bugs that eat like uh, paper and books and stuff, and they look pretty weird too. I can show you a picture of one, I and mean, you've seen one before, I guarantee it. Okay, but they're kind of long, and they have like a. They're also called earwigs, and um, back in the day, there was like a. They they thought that they went in people's ears while they slept and shit. They ah. they don't, but <laughs> no, they have like all oh, that earwax ain't gonna get us so far. They have fucking science and shit. They were just like, oh, it looks like it can fit in the ear. But um, anyway, so they were like, it's a silverfish. I'm like, I know that's not a motherfucking silverfish. Okay, that shit is huge. Blow the picture up to normal size. Stop looking at it on your phone, and you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. That ain't a silverfish. Um. So, uh, I, you know, I, I Google long legged, uh, centipede. Voila. All of a sudden, I'm, all these pictures that look just like what the fuck Pop. I took a picture of are Came popping up. up. You got a match, sir? Yeah. And the name of the centipede is the house centipede. 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh, so it's a, oh, so it don't go outside and work in the fields. It's a house. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I, you know, and I, on the Google Plus page, man, I was like, I can't sleep until I find out what it is. And so people started, um, commenting and stuff. Um, and people didn't know the name. Like Toya wrote in, I say, I say that every time I see one of these things in my bathroom. Now I know what it is. Uh, because they're called pervert bugs. Uh-oh. What happens, they be stalking the kids? Well, like, what's these names coming from, sir? They like to hang around damp places and moisture and water like your shower, your bath, uh, uh, your bathtub, your sink and shit like that. Um, so they'll hang out there and w- they call them pervert bugs because people will take a shower and then they'll like move to the ceiling or the corner and just kind of staying still like they don't want to bite you they're pretty much harmless they like they are poisonous but they're they're they can't really pierce people's skins oh shit so they're not really able to uh bite people so uh they're pretty much harmless to humans right okay um so uh you know people you know so so people call them pervert bugs because they watch you shower they watch you take a bath like oh they stalk you yeah yeah um so uh yeah girl go ahead and soap up Right. While just, I hang above your head. You know, just talking about this shit is making me feel like <laughs> something crawling on me. I know. <laughs> but, um, how long how long they been stalking you, baby? Right. So Clarence says they're common in Michigan. I killed at least six last month in my basement. Oh. Yeah. Right. Um, people are now like all of a sudden people are talking about they're seeing them all the time. So, um, you know, our girl JP Fairfield from the Operation Cubicle podcast, mm-hmm. she comes in and says, house centipedes are awesome. They are insectivores. So they eat all the other bugs in the house. I'd rather deal with them than cockroaches. They don't show up until it's too hot or cold outside. Now, mm. No, I've already killed this thing. Zero bug tolerance. I'm sorry. Yeah, and uh, good or bad, I don't give a damn. Yeah, and 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 in this thread, Mordecai seventy two came through and was dropping knowledge about how much they hate the uh, fucking uh, the 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 house centipedes, and I do too. So I was I was on <laughs> ah, this side. Who's representing the field centipedes? Uh, a girl, Koki Negra, comes in and it was like, "Don't kill them, just throw them outside." Shit, they're good as dead. I don't know. Let me tell y'all, folks, that want to love the flowers and the trees and everything else. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't go in their house. Fuck with them. Don't come in here. Fuck with me. Yeah, and the thing is, this thing is extremely fast. Like, this isn't, like, a silverfish where you can just, like, use a sheet of paper, kind of get it on that sheet of paper, and then walk it out to the front door. Not that I would ever do that. I would mm. fucking... Anything in my house that don't pay rent dies. I know it's so, sir. It's like, I'm sorry. you. It's the 1st and the 15th, and you ain't put in shit, so... You got to go. You ain't staying here for free. Goodbye, sir. Um... And, and like, plus, I didn't appreciate the audacity of this bug. Like, it was a little too friendly. Audacity. Like, I, oh, like I, cut, I cut on the fucking light, and it was just chilling in the sink. Like, sup, bro? You know what I mean? Yeah, you, can you cut that light back off? I was in here chilling. Drinking a loco or some shit? I don't understand. Yeah, man. So, you know, it, it, and then, uh, you know. Smoking some Virginia Slims. Yeah, and so J.P. Fairchild <laughs> and fucking Cokie Negra were just enamored with this, this, you know, don't kill them, just shuffle them outside. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll run outside. It's like, no, mm-hmm. this, I don't, first of all, it, it's not like, uh, the, the bug was reasoning with me. Yeah, like, you like, can hey, have man, a conversation. Just, yeah, just let me go outside. Like, the bug was sitting up in there, like, 
I'm chilling, dog. What are you doing in my bathroom? And they fast too. And like, I don't know if people understand that. Like, from your understanding, it's fast. And like I say, I, I have a zero tolerance for bugs. Me like, too. Mm, fuck that. Mm. And Cokie Negra owns a cat until recently that used to kill these things for her. So she's not really a fair judge anyway. You know? Ah! <laughs> she just show up and the cat already took care of it. Like, no, man. I, you know, and I, you know, I let, let this go on in the thread for a while, man. And then I realized that they was, they was house centipede sympathizers. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, dog. What about the, all the field centipedes I that, told you. that know their place? They stay outside my fucking house. They, yeah, they know to stay outside in the hot sun all day, slaving away. Don't you think they would enjoy some cool AC or a snack of some other bugs that intruded in my bathroom? You think they wouldn't enjoy watching people shower while naked and hanging around ah! by the damp places? You know, what makes the lighter colored house centipedes so special? Huh? I don't know. You think the house centipede was teaching the field centipedes how to read at night? Of course not. Mm-mm. Hell no. He was in the bathroom hanging out by the sink like it was a fucking pool party. Stalking everybody. And he had to go. And yes, he deserved to die. And I hope he burns in hell. I do too with this raid. And he is gone. And I don't want to hear any more benefits of house centipedes. These are the same <laughs> people that are like, spiders are beneficial until they get bit by like a brown recluse. And it's like, okay. oh, well, I was wrong. I don't know. Call me a puck ass if you want to. Bugs bite. You know what Bugs I learned? got germs, diseases. Fuck that. You know what I learned from this, Karen? What's that, sir? I'm not going to these people's houses. I don't know. I don't deal with bugs. Y'all and bugs have a relationship that is way too fucking familiar for me like me and bugs are not cool we don't, at all we're not gonna kick it like it's not like oh he's not bothering anybody like if i go down your house and i see in the corner it's a fucking house interview and you're like oh that's travis just uh leave him alone he's not he cleans the bugs and i let him stay for free Tra- Tra- travis is on his way to work he'll be back with his rent yeah i'm like nah dog i don't know i'm not sure how y'all get down Oh, maybe it's because y'all ain't from the South, but, like, the bugs down here are big enough to, like, hold down, uh, like, two jobs. Shit, I don't play with that. I don't, you know what? I don't even like people with random animals that float around. So, bugs, no. Yeah, I don't want to eat the food at your house, uh, and I don't want you bringing anything to the potluck if you're cool with the bugs. Mm-mm. All right? Now, that... I'm sorry. It's just something primal within me. I see a bug. That shit got to go. I'm oh, going to fuck him as a butterfly. I mean, me looking for Ray. I'm trying to stomp that shit. I'm, like, he got that goal. And, and I think, uh, like, I've actually, uh, uh, sometimes, which which happens at other places, they have bugs, like, call up the drain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I turn that shower and flush that shit down. Oh, you got to go. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not, who the fuck kicks it with bugs in their house? I don't. Oh no, it's it's harmless. It's harmless. Like harmless, the, my Okay, ass. well if it's so harmless it can die. <laughs> then let it go. That's right. And mm. they don't wear signs to say I'm not um poisonous, so fuck that. Yeah, I'm one of the good bugs. Like get Mm-mm. the fuck out of here. Um also, man, uh we went to the store the other day and there's a guy in front of us in the checkout and he was uh <laughs> he was uh, you know, going to check out and uh, the, he had this uh like a cut off shirt. And some shorts and stuff. And I was about to go get in another line, even mm-hmm. though his line was shorter. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I guess I'll get behind this guy. I don't feel like waiting forever. But I could tell. That dude was creepy. 
he was right he, no no the reason why i maybe you didn't pay the reason why i noticed he was creepy is because i was walking with you and i guess because i'm a woman i, I just looking around and the dude was just looking and staring at me and yeah i looked at him like nigga go on keep keep it going dog keep yeah it going. and i noticed him like in the line i noticed that he was staring at the cashier kind of hard yes yeah she was like a young chick that you know you know probably high school age working there at night or something or working there for the summer now the school's out something yeah. like that and he looked like he was about good uh, somewhere between 25 and 30, 30 i'd say that's right um so he's checking out <clears throat> and she's like uh clearly just doing her job yes um and, and and you know i'm not you know i'm just not this guy so maybe i don't know you know what i mean but um you know and maybe single guys you, you know you just get in where you fit in but I've always had a issue trying to holler at somebody that's working. You know what I mean? Like it's just not my thing. If I like, if someone's working, especially if their job is in service, like say she's a, a cashier, she's a waitress, she's something like that. Mm-hmm. I always feel like nah, I don't want to holler at her because her job is just to be nice to me. It's like trying to holler at the girl who works at Hooters or a stripper or something. Like, yeah, it's it's a part of the routine. So you so they trying to get money out of you or try trying to sell you something or like catch you trying to ring your shit up. So what you're getting has nothing to do with their real personality. Yeah, one of the one of my um most embarrassing friends in college was named Derek and he was just one of these guys. I mean, you know these guys that just they never like pay back any of their debt, but they always want to borrow some more money. Yes, sir. You know, it's like, hey, and it's never a lot of money, so it always makes you look like the asshole when you say no. It's like, hey, man, let me borrow two dollars. And it's like, uh, no. and most people will say like, yeah, most people, oh, okay, two dollars. Most people yeah. are like, um, don't you owe me fifty dollars, nigga? They'll be like, I got you back, man. I got you back. Uh, two dollars. It's like, all right, no problem, right? And the, the, because it's so small, and it's. You know, when he's working his way around the it, entire suite, which is eight people. It you know. adds up. Well, not that it adds up, but because it's so, you know, it's like he, no one gets mad, really, because yeah. like, he'll ask you for $2 a week, but he's asking 12 people for $2 a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Or he'll, he, like the other annoying thing that he would do is take you to uh, like, or he would ask you for a ride to like Wendy's and you go, okay, let's go. Uh, we can go to Wendy's uh, and, uh, He'd be like, all right, man, let me get a number five or something like that. All right, cool. That'll be uh, $6.73 or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And we will both order our shit, and I get up there, and I, you know, I give the person $10 for my shit, and uh, then I turn around, and he's like, oh, man, I only got $5. Right, let me get $2. Oh, poor that bullshit. I'm like, nah, nigga, guess you won't eat. Yeah, he got me a couple times with this where he's just like, oh, I got you, man. No problem, dude. Just give me back or whatever. But he never has it to get you back? Nope. Because you don't plan on paying you back? Yeah, you're never going to get back. He's never going to come out of your room with the money and all this shit. So, uh, you know, he, he was borrowing money and shit like this. But the other, the, the thing that made this worse, because that's already fucking annoying, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're in college, $2 it, feels it, like $100. What, man? When we was in college, man, we could eat dirt cheap. I remember me and you, this was CC's were cheap. Me and Roger could go to CC's, get the buffet and two orders for like $6 and some change. Yeah. So, so, so every dollar mattered. Right. Every dollar mattered, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I see how this is going. Um, but what makes it worse is that this motherfucker would holler at every drive through chick, sight unseen. Every single time. 
How do you know you have some males that have voices like females? Man, I would thank God when it was a dude. Like okay, they, because sometimes it was I, like, "Welcome to McDonald's." Like, good, good. But anytime I was like, "Hey, welcome to Wendy's. Can I take your order?" He's like, "Hey, sweet thing, girl. What's your name?" Um, trying to get some free shit. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't even know if it was for the like. Well, it was definitely for a hookup. But it was just embarrassing because, like, one, nigga, you ain't even driving. <laughs> oh, you hollering at the passenger seat? So, like, now you talking across me to the fucking cashier. Yes. You know, begging for shit. And I'm just sitting in the back like, man, I'm, like, sitting in the middle like, come on now. I got my money. And you done borrowed $2 from me. to, And now you're hollering at this chick. Like, I, if she hollers at you, she deserves to keep working at Wendy's for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> right? that's her fault. if you ever get one of these chicks numbers so he had like he was like destroying his chance of getting a number because one he's desperately trying to holler as soon as the intercom comes on yes and she's which if you're, rolling her eyes yeah if you're familiar with how intercoms work inside the restaurant everyone with a headset can hear that shit that's right either the people at the first window and the second window and anybody else is attached to it so what they hear inside is hey uh welcome to wendy's uh can i have your order yeah, uh, I got two orders. Um, on the first one, can I just get a number one with cheese and a Coke? Uh, we don't have Coke. We have Pepsi. Okay, that's fine. All right. All right, the total for that would be 535 Okay. Uh, go ahead with your second order. Hey, sweet thing. Hey, girl, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Tamika. Uh, what? Are you, can I help you? Yeah, girl. Um, why don't you let me get them digits real quick? And then try to, uh, you know, why don't you let me get them digits and then give me your, uh, give me a number four. Uh, I can give you a number four, sir. But, um, I can give you a number four. But just give me a number when I get to the drive through when I get to the window. Uh, okay, number four is going to be 635. Please pull around. And then I get to the window and it's like, uh, sir, it's 535. Oh, here you go, ma'am. Okay, oh, 535 out of 10. Okay, it changes uh, $4.65. Okay, um, and uh, the second order was uh, 637 Hey, Rob, man, let me borrow $2. What? After he done showed out and then trying to get her fired on her manager, you know, I don't know who's this on the intercom. Yeah, I'm like, uh, well, Derek, man, um, I need this money for later, dog. But, uh, <sighs> man, come on, dog. I can't eat if I don't have this $2. Well, why the fuck did you order $7 of a shit? And you, you only already, got five dollars in your fucking pocket. And you already knew this before we came. Come on, man. Come on, dog. You embarrass me in front of this chick. I'm like, dog. You embarrass yourself, you know. And because you knew how much money you came, you had yeah, before we came here. And this was the time that I was fed up. So like, this nigga is like, instead of being like, okay, well, let me change my order. He was like, oh, fuck it, then, man. He pulled out two more dollars. Like, nigga. Oh, he had the money. Yes. I was like, that means you always had the money. You was just playing everybody for two fucking dollars. Because you didn't want to spend your own money. Losing friendships over two dollars. And so then, he, you know, he pays. And now my face is extra mean. Extra, like, just dry stone face. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he proceeds to still try to holler over here, over me. He's like, hey, hey, so what was your name, girl? And she like, and you know, she got a name tag on. Uh, what's your name, yes. girl? Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, Tamika. Y'all pull around to the front, please. Go to the first window. Uh, to, go to the second window. Uh, no, but let me get let me get your name. Let me get your number. <laughs> I don't get my number out. And then now it's like he's getting rejected, and he's trying to make me stay for him to get rejected further. Fuck that. I'm like, all right, man, let me just pull up. No, no, hold up, man. Hey, why you tripping, shorty? Let me go ahead and get them digits. Nigga, if you don't either get out my car 
Yeah. Now I'm, I'm just like, see, no. And I pull forward then, nigga, you be cock blocking, nigga. I almost got that number. I'm like, nigga, you was so far from the number. <laughs> you were light years from that chick's yes. number. She was, was thinking about you. Who yes. knows? You bought a 50 year dude to try to holler at her ass today. Keep it moving, bro. You could, you could invent a fucking time machine and go forward in the future 50 years and you still wouldn't be closer to her number. You were never going to get her fucking number. That nope. shit was imaginary to you. It was never happening. So, but it's all, all you on cock blocking ass, nigga, blah, blah, blah. So we get to the first window, I mean, second window to get our food and shit. And, you know, we've already held up the motherfucking line, by the way. Yeah. People are, like blowing their horns Boy. and shit. Bum, bum. Seven car line behind us and shit. So we get to the second window and it's like, all right, um, yeah, I, the number one with the uh, Pepsi. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, man. And uh, here's the number two and, and then here he come. Hey, uh, on that, hey, hey, girl, hey, on that second order. Can you uh throw some more fries in there? Hook a nigga up. What? Right. Meanwhile, by this time, it's like a fucking uh you know heavy set uh forty year old uh old white lady manager who looks I, like you know just looks mean and angry and shit. But probably maybe, mad because she hold to her this whole fucking conversation with the first girl. Right. And then he's, like he's now he's flirting with her, and it's like you know the first chick it was fucked up, but it was kind of acceptable because you know she was like younger and cuter and shit. Yes. But now by this time it's like nigga, you will holler at anything for some fucking fries. Yes. He's like, why don't you just uh you know throw an extra sandwich in the bag? Now it's you know and it's Wendy's, and if you know anything about Wendy's, they make all your food on the spot, so it's not like they can just turn around and throw a Big Mac in the fucking bag. You I know? know that's right. So sitting out there on the fucking the warmer and the under the warming lamp for seventeen hours. Nope. They're about to just throw it in the trash anyway. It's probably rancid and got fucking uh, uh, house centipedes all over it or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like this. This is actual like food they would have to turn around and make. And you know, she gives you the look like, no, nigga, do not get your broke ass out of here. You know, I know. It's You're so. already holding up the line. Like you've added stress to the situation because now she's thinking about the seven other orders that they're behind on because of your ass. And so I just drive off, man, and, I, and we fell out that day, and I, that was the day I started the infamous list, and I talked about it, I don't know what episode, I talked about it on a podcast before, but so many people owed me money, and I was so fucking mad, I just took a tally, added it up, printed out a sheet, and put it on my, outside of my dorm room, and said, these people cannot enter my room until they pay me my money. That's right. And people got mad at me. I'm like, nigga, how you mad at me? And you owe me money. And you owe me the fucking money. I'm mad at you. You can't fucking reverse the madness. Like, they tried that shit. I'm in my roommate, Lance, man. God bless that dude, man. But he was so fucking soft-hearted, man. I came in one day, and uh, one of the dudes was sitting there playing. Uh, his oh. name was Neron. He oh, was from nigga, uh, to go. He was from Trinidad. This nigga was sitting in my room playing my Super Nintendo like it was all good. I'd have turned that shit off, nigga. Man, go. I yanked my fucking controller out. was like, the fuck are you doing? And Neron was like, hey, man. I was like, I'm not even talking to you. Get out of my room. He got out of my room, and I turned to, to, to uh, my roommate Lance. I was like, nigga, we have to be together on this I shit. I know, it's so. This ain't going to be. And he was playing my shit. Like, it was all good. He's like, well, he said you could, you could play. I was like, nigga, this is mine. His name is on the list. <laughs> Until his name is <laughs> off the <laughs> list, That's right. he does not come in here. We, I don't give a fuck if he come in here for you. He don't come in here. We are together. And I got my money back from most of them people, and the rest of them, fuck them. One dude threatened to fight me. I was like, well, do, fight me and then pay me my motherfucking money. That's what I want. I know it's Because so. I don't even care about the fight shit. I don't care about you being embarrassed. You, he was like, man, this is embarrassing. I was like, good. 
That's you, the point. You That's should the be point. embarrassed. You shouldn't ask for the money if you had no intentions of paying me fucking back. You should be embarrassed, you deadbeat motherfucker. What is That's wrong with right. you? Right. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Nigga, it's embarrassing when I can't afford to fucking go eat because of you. I, I can't go get gas in my fucking tank because I let you have $10. That's embarrassing, nigga. I know it's so. <laughs> and, I, and one thing about college, college really taught me to be a, a very a uh, hard person i'm still soft now but it yeah. taught me to be a lot harder because i learned how to say motherfucking no and when i learned how to say no life was sweeter yes oh i love just uh, yeah. saying no to people it, yeah i love the way it rolls off my what? lips no 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 motherfucking nigga no it's yes. oh. <laughs> one of the best things about being married you can outsource the no yes you can it's yeah. like hey man you want to come to such a man you know karen ain't really even into that man Hon, i do that bullshit too they be like you want to do so on side but yeah. like well let me ask my husband and I be like, let me see. Yes, sir. I blame him for all yeah. kinds of shit. That ain't even his fault. Yeah. Cause I know he'll take the blame. They be like, oh, Rob, man. Uh, so you didn't want to come to my birthday party? Apparently not, my nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Karen said no, then no. I'll say that. Got to mm-hmm. say the nay no to that, my brother. I know. Roger be looking at me and Roger knowing I ain't going to some shit. I be like, well, nigga, you on your own on that one. Cause I ain't going. Yeah. So yeah, man. Anyway, I said all that to get back to whatever the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So this dude, the creepy looking dude was in front of us in the line and like, I, I tried to go avoid the creepy looking dude. I was like, let me just go to this other line. He was the creepy. But we were behind like this, uh, we were behind this brother who was working and he was like the talkative cashier who I hate. I know everybody's a fan of the talkative cashier guy. I fucking hate these people. <laughs> I hate all talkative people that only do shit. Like you're here to do a service. I don't need to chit chat. Save, so wrap it up. Wrap it up. Especially <laughs> the motherfuckers that distract from their jobs. And then slow about? down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I've gotten better, baby. I don't, I'm not, I'm not as bad as I used to be. Cause I used to, I know I used to be terrible. Yeah. But well, you not, still, you still entertain them and stuff. I don't even get mad anymore. It's just, it's just you. That's what you do. But <laughs> when I'm by myself, none of this shit ever really happens to me. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I get behind this dude. And he's like stopping to tell her about how he's in college and yeah. what he's studying, and, and he does that thing where it's like two hands on his hips, because standing up straight, like he's not even like he's not ringing, nothing's moving, yeah, it's, nothing's it's, being scanned. Yeah, it's time to lean, time to clean. <laughs> yes, time to lean, time to clean, buddy. Let's get back to let's hop to it, you know. So I'm just looking at her and I see that he's still he's he's like inefficiently bagging her shit. Where he's take he's like taking one thing out the bag put it in the plastic bag. I mean, one thing out the cart, put it in the plastic bag, turn around, put it back in the cart. One thing out the, like, oh, you're like, okay. You're, 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 you you got time to spend here. Like, you're just coasting. It's the end of the day for you. You don't give a fuck. Nope. So now I have to go back to the creepy guy's line. I'm like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> go get behind Creeper. Yeah. And by now, he's he's moved all the way up to, he's actually in line, and we're right yes, behind him. Is. And he's only buying, like, one thing, which also was kind of creepy. Like, yeah, I think he things, just float around the grocery store just look at women. I wonder if he just bought the one thing just to holler at the cashier. I think he did, sir. Yeah, uh, but anyway, you know, he's 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 in line now, and he's like, uh, she's like, uh, sir, do you have a VIP card? And he's like, uh, VIP card? Uh, yeah, I got a VIP card. Do you have it on you, sir? No. Okay. Now, first of all, <laughs> that's a lie. Everybody has a VIP card on them because it's on your fucking keychain. Key yes, it is. It All of them on your keychain. Yeah, it was not on your keychain. It's in your wallet. But whatever. Okay, so the guy says he didn't have his, his VIP card. That that happens. 
and uh she's like okay well what's your phone number because that's what a lot of people do best buy does that mm-hmm. they, they look up your information by your phone, phone number. number it brings up your address and all your discounts and stuff so she's like what's your phone number so he gives her his phone number he gives her his phone number and she's like okay um yeah let me just go ahead and ring it up uh mr so-and-so and he's like oh you sure you don't want to ask me for my number again nigga I, was like, I didn't hear that part yeah yeah he's like you're not gonna ask me for my number again you think she gives a shit about your telephone number right. she forgot it as soon as she hit enter what right. is he talking about right. this the eight this the 50th phone number she's had to put in this computer all day because you had to deal with grandma who don't carry a car grandpa who forgot his car the two uncles over at over at the self-checkout who don't know what the hell they was doing you think she care about you and the thing is, it was so weird and creepy. I didn't know if that was a good tactic or not because, you know, I'm out of the game. I, my jersey's in the Raptors. I'm retired. I, I don't know anything about how dudes are picking up chicks. But I was like, is that even fucking cool? Like, do chicks respond to, you going to ask for my number again? It's like, no, nigga. No. I'm trying to get you to, to fucking buy whatever the fuck you're buying right now. You know, like. And, and, and move on. And move yeah. on. It's like, I don't think the guy who buys one roll of toilet paper at a time is in the dating game like that. Like, just. I, I don't think so. Take your shit and leave, man. I just, I just was like, I don't know if that was the wackest shit I've ever seen or if dude was, uh, supposed to be, um, you know, if that was what dudes do now. But what I, was she gonna put in her phone as she rings you up, sir? <laughs> like, she was gonna pull her phone out. <laughs> yes, sir. While I'm on the clock. Yes, uh, yes. Let me. Put it in my phone right now. Oh man, but I and I didn't do it because people came up behind us in line. But for a second, we were the only people in line, and so she she rang up us. And right when we was about to check out, I was about to be like, "You sure don't want our phone number one more time?" But <laughs> I was like, "She might not even get the joke and shit." Last time I tried to make a joke with a cashier, they they never it never works out for me when I do that shit. Like whenever I'm like, "Oh, you know, something fucked up just happened," and I thought it was funny, and you could tell that they thought it was kind of weird or funny. Yes. And then I make a joke, and and and, and like. The joke never goes over right. Like, if I would have made that joke and been like, so uh, you want our number again? Like, she wouldn't have laughed. She would have been like, for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like because, why, why do I need it? No, like that creepy guy that was just trying to get you. Your, your number. Get your number. Remember yeah, that? Mine, remember mine. that guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. All right. Well, yes, and had an awkward moment. Everybody looking is, uh, at each other. This is now as creepy as he, he was. Yes. So never mind, lady. Never mind. Yeah. Um, and then last random thought before we do some articles. Um. Hey man, Good Times was the most depressing sitcom of all time. Yes, right. But um, and maybe nobody else can relate to this. But was anybody else? Did they feel good when James died? They got some money from his life insurance policy. Well, no, I hope they that's did. not why I felt good. I felt good because I was like, "Yeah, James, it's finally over for you, man. You can rest in peace. Like you finally." You, you that nigga worked all that time and only got two dollars thirty five cent an hour. I was like, you finally, you finally, <laughs> you finally you free. Hard. You you can leave your ugly ass wife, your ain't shit old ass son that should should have moved out, got shot, always cracking jokes, can't hold down a job. I know it's so little punk ass Michael. You can let his sensitive ass go. You know, like I'm sure you'll miss Walona, but she was just coming around throwing it in your face. Ne- never gonna let you get any. Ever, you know, no, I know, I, I know. You had so many times he had sex with Florida. Think about Walona, like <laughs> probably <laughs> nightly. You know, can you even imagine Florida talking sexy in that voice? She don't talk sexy. No, no, there's nothing sexy. Oh, about that get in my you voice. some, James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tearing it up, big Danny. 
No. no. <laughs> this is some good ass dick. Oh, James. Oh, that sounds disgusting. That's what an old people say. Oh. Call me a whore, James. <laughs> Smack it again, James. <laughs> damn, 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 James. You tearing this pussy off. <laughs> Not the face, James. All right, man. Um, let's do some. Choke me hard. I can't feel nothing with this thick ass neck. <laughs> you gonna have to. You gonna have to strap a belt around my neck, James. Yeah. I can't. I, I can still breathe, James. I can still breathe. Yes, it's not tight enough. And then JJ walk in like, "Hey, can I dynamite? Can I stop y'all for? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you was doing this, James." I'm sure, like, like they probably could have saved James' life at the hospital. He's like, let me die. Yes. Just, there's like. It's probably his will. There's like, get the defibrillator. He came to life for one second and grabbed their arm like, no. let me die. I want to go. <laughs> this is what I want. Um, let me take my poor ass out of here. All right. I haven't even seen this clip yet, but I've been hearing about it on the internet. Okay. Apparently, the rapper Can I Bust was in a rap battle. Uh-oh. This, uh. Late this week or something. Uh, let me see. Let me see what uh, we can get the audio of this going. What's that so low? I don't know. The sound is mad low on this. Let me check the uh, sound on. Let me just see it. Ah, oh, it's terrible. It looks like, but it looks like he choked in the rap battle and he started. He's reading off of a sheet of paper um, in the rap battle. Like, he's not, like, he's, like, you know, Canada's supposed to be this. All right. All right, he's rapping now. First of all, his arm's in the sling. Like, is that a good look, showing up to the rap battle with your arm in the fucking sling? Like, you separated your shoulder and shit? No, that's not good. That's not hardcore either. Yeah, maybe he got hit in the chest so hard the shoulders to touch. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the boy can spit, all right? I prepared for three weeks every day to come here. You understand me? I wrote so many fucking rhymes. You can't memorize all that shit. I'm not, I'm not a good freestyler, all right? I'm technical. Always been that way. So he choked, and now he's explaining. Oh, so you gonna tell us why you suck? <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, okay. That's like Oh, so so he explaining the product of the ignorant ass niggas there who probably don't give a damn about the speech you about to give about why you suck. <laughs> Everybody else did their homework. Why is your homework not turned in mm-hmm. cannabis? Like Well, well, let me explain myself. Because I have a situation here and my arm is in the sling. I can't remember all that shit, teacher. <laughs> That's like that's like if after after tonight's game, let's say uh, Russell Westbrook goes uh, five for twenty five and only gets uh, thirteen points mm-hmm. and has seventeen turnovers. That's like him picking up the mic afterwards. He's like, "Excuse me, Michelle Tafoya. Now I practice five times this week. Yes, I had to change my clothes eight times. I know they all look terrible, but it took a long time to get this together. Look at the bears on this shirt. But as far as preparing for the game, I did not have time. (laughs) Aren't these nerd goggles ironic? (laughs) 
I don't have time to be a fashion mogul and a basketball. basketball. <laughs> I didn't come here to let y'all down. All right? So this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I can't do no more than what I'm going to do. So what By the way, shout out to the dude that's wearing a button up with no buttons look okay but so his shirt is wide open I and, was like, no, I and no t-shirt underneath like what, what is this dc in 1996 <laughs> when was this style ever in is this back now i don't know we wearing baby. buttons up buttons up and hats backwards with no shirts on underneath uh, i guess that, that's what's hot in the street i don't know rap battles got their own fashion or some yeah, shit they must do you win this all right but i want to still spit my shit so he conceded the battle and then he turned around and picked up his notepad oh let me pick up my notes that i written out you know because i'm really <laughs> supposed to be prepared for my geometry class i don't know why i show up here thinking i was gonna rap battle is this like that time that kobe had that bad game in miami and then that nigga just stayed and shot at the shoot around after the game, after the game, he just shot uh, extra extra shots. Uh, even though the game was over, he just went on the court and shot around. I feels like like that's what happened here. Was like cannabis is like I I lose okay, but I'm gonna rap anyway. I'm gonna practice for the next nigga that beats me. I know I'm terrible at this. The dude that beat him looks like an extra off the Jersey Shore, by the way. Oh, and, yeah. and my thing is that dude, am I supposed to care that there's 30 pages of rhymes? <laughs> there's 30 pages of rhymes I didn't bother to remember or know. No, I was just writing. Now I'm going to write off of this legal pad. Let me spit my shit. Y'all paid y'all bread. Let me spit my shit. So they paid money to see this nigga bomb. <laughs> oh, I'd have been pissed as hell. Nigga, I paid you out. You better have some shit memorized. I don't care if it's Mary Mary had a little lamb. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> have something memorized for my ass. I'm paying for it. This is like this like uh, showing up to Dave Chappelle and he forgot his jokes. <laughs> it's like, um, Rick James. And, and, and he not even smart enough to, to do it on the fly. Come yeah. on, dog. Like, hand me, hand me that sheet of paper. I got some jokes for this. Hold and, on. And how long cannabis been in the game? For a very long like time? Like 20 years? That's what I'm talking about. You've been in the game 20 years? You, you can't come up with nothing on the fly? <laughs> And this is a pay-per-view. <gasps> oh, so people pay for this? Yeah, and also I appreciate how long he's studying his sheet. Like that's not that silence y'all hear is not like anything happening, but him looking at his sheet real hard, like it's written in chicken scratch trying to figure out like now what the fuck did I write? Oh, I'd have threw some shit at my television. I'd have pay-per-view to stay still here and look at your ass, give me some speeches about some shit that you didn't do. Yeah. yeah. 
he just got his face balled up real hard, staring at this sheet of paper, rocking back and forth. I bet you that shit don't even make sense to him. <laughs> and then he flipped to the next page. He's on the third yeah. page already. What was on the first two pages? He's Nothing. Like, was he like, no, oh, this is whack. No, no. Oh, no, this is if I battled the African dude. No, this is... Okay, no, this is a uh, this is for a Detroit battle. So. Uh, 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 what's your race again? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I'm prepared for you. Okay, let me see. Uh, what's your name again? Okay, yeah. Okay, let me go ahead. By the way, best thing about rap battles are not the raps or the battles. It's the how the other dude has to look in the camera when you're rapping against him. Yeah. Like, I don't know who came up with that, but that's that shit is gold. When the other dude is making a serious face, like, nothing he's saying matters to me. Did you right? Because he ain't saying nothing right now. So you got to get homophobic on him real quick. Gotta get homophobic. Oh. All right, enough of you, cannabis. I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> a faggot nigga. Wait, no, no. Can I bust? No, you can't. <laughs> no, you. No. no, actually, you, you, you cannot bust, sir. Cannot bust. Why is he pausing so long to read his own words? That's because he just he, he wrote this shit in the car while they were sitting outside right before they walked up. He did not memorize this shit because uh, maybe it's just me, but if I wrote something down, 30 pages, I would have memorized something. Something. <laughs> he couldn't borrow Drake's Blackberry or some shit. No, this nigga rubbed the crust out his eyes. They woke him up and was like, hey, nigga, you got to go on in 10 minutes, write some shit down. <laughs> he delivered two lines at a time, though. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> and wipe that stupid look off your face. You're looking like the Indian kid from Office Space. Hold on, line. Next page. Let's see. Uh, well, how many bars was that again? Um, um, okay. Um, let's let's try to see. Stop it! You trying to battle on some pop shit? You weak? And you sound like Andy Milanakis? so whack. Yes, that, and Andy Milanakis can rap better than that. Somewhere LL Cool J is masturbating to this video. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is jacking off to this dude's pain and how far he fell. He's like, 90% of my fans wear high heels, huh? 90% of your fans, where are they at right now? Yeah, they not there. 90% of your fans have to wait on you to read your rhymes, nigga. Hey, women wear high heels, spend money now. <laughs> I like how the, the people in the background won't shut the fuck up. That it uh, that that's more epic than him not rapping. They don't even care. I don't. It doesn't even matter what they're talking. They're like, we spent fifty nine nine nine, nigga. You ain't gonna entertain us. We gonna entertain us. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back seat of your cab. Oh, I, 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 
so bad. This is, this is so bad. It's so awkward. He is failing like shit. Boy, he got straight up F on this report, didn't he? Yo, yo, y'all don't want to hear this shit. No. No. Yo, wait, did they say no? Yes, wait they did. Wait a minute. I was kidding, but they did. dude on the microphone spoke real clear that guess they got somebody on the microphone like the like the ring announcer he was like no should have setting black people at organized <laughs> events back like 30 years can you imagine if this is out of martin luther king organizations uh and it's like we're gonna march on Sel- do y'all want to march on selma do y'all yeah. niggas want to hear this shit or not they'd be like you know what nigga we'll catch the bus we'll be done got there and back by the time you get this together i have a dream do y'all niggas want to hear this shit not your dream this is- <laughs> jesse shut the fuck up stop heckling me <laughs> You see, I got my arm in the sling. <laughs> see, nigga, you had a Jerry Curl like me and Al. You, you, you could be sharp over there. That one day, <laughs> our children. Hold on, let me read. Mm-hmm. No, not that. Not that okay, one. I think it's uh. Hmm. Mm, gotta get mm-hmm. Livia. Livia. Uh, oh, <laughs> we'll play together and be judged not by the content hold on wait a minute do y'all want to hear this shit no <laughs> god damn let's man. just march <laughs> so terrible um this is not guess the race it's just an article uh text joke leads to a courthouse bomb search Uh oh a texas woman just released from jury duty was arrested after she jokingly sent a text message asking a co-worker to phone in a bomb threat harris county precinct is that uh, I don't know. Harris County Precinct 1 Assistant Chief J.C. Moyser said Cynthia Ann Creed, 51, had just been released from jury duty when she sent a text message to a co-worker reading, call the courthouse, tell them there is a bomb, please. How is that funny, though? People need... That's not funny at all. I think people miss the concept of jokes. Yeah, like, I know nothing's wrong with it's funny, but how is that funny? No, 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 we ain't trying to get arrested. Yeah, unless there's some type of, um, like, other, like, conversation going on. Anyway, Cree sent a message about 13 minutes later explaining she was just kidding. But by that time, the co-worker had already alerted police who cleared the jury room and was searching the building for explosives with bomb-sniffing dogs. I am flabbergasted, Moister said. I don't know what in the world she was thinking. This is the kind of thing you expect from a 17-year-old cheerleader, not a 51-year-old woman. Oh, she was 51? Mm-hmm. Probably listened to too much Rush Limbaugh. You get you arrested, you better pay attention. He said he was shocked when, to learn Creed had just been released from jury duty and was a block or two down the street when she sent the first text message. Morrison said he believes Creed was telling the truth about the incident being a joke. I do feel horrible because this is a good woman, but she made a silly, very serious mistake. Did they charge her? 
She I was bet- charged with giving a false yes, report. Yes, sir. And was ordered held in lieu of $5,000 bail. I bet you her shit, she'd think twice before she send that shit out again. All right, chat room, are you ready to play some Guess the Race? Guess the Race. It's time, guys. First things first. Sex olive oil flap sends PSL woman to the slammer. <clears throat> you think it was extra virgin olive oil or that slutty, that, slutty, that, dirty whore olive oil that E-D-O-O. I like? E-D-O-O. E-D-O-O. What's that mean? It just ain't that extra, extra uh, virgin olive oil. Okay. That's short form, short form. Barbara Hall and her 45-year-old boyfriend told police the situation soured as they were having sex and she asked him to get the olive oil. What the, what, what the hell is he cooking? Does he... Does he plan on? Well, that's a real tossing salad right there. You already got the olive oil. That's the base of most vinaigrettes. <laughs> you know what's funny is I see this every once in a while when I'm watching like a Bang Bros porn where they'll like take olive oil and like pour it on a chick and shit. And I'm always like, is that sanitary? No. I put it like this. Baby oil. Okay. Olive oil. No. Yeah. Like every time I see that, I was like, I'm like, really? Is that, uh, is that what we do? Like, cause I wouldn't. First of all, olive oil is kind of expensive. But second of all, I wouldn't do that. No. The boyfriend, <clears throat> she asked him to get the olive oil. The boyfriend said he got conked in the head with the olive oil bottle. While Hall, 60, he's 45, she's 60. Uh-oh. Said they quarreled after the boyfriend said she that he had sex recently with another woman. Uh, in the end, Hall was arrested on a battery charge following the May 30th fornication flap in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, you know what's weird about this, too, is... um. So did he tell her that before he got the olive oil? And then she hit him with the head? Hit him in the head? I don't... You, I, you know what? I, I'm tell you right now. If you get the good, good olive oil, I don't know if you... You know, you know how sometimes yeah. you be like, mm-hmm. the olive oil costs like $20 a bottle. Right. And some of them are so fancy, they got spices and shit <laughs> yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Um, Them shits hurt if you hit somebody with them. The so. boyfriend told police they were having relations when Hall asked him to fetch the olive oil from the kitchen to use as a sexual lubricant. Oh, we don't believe in KY jelly? Well, she's 60, Karen. She probably is, you know, she's... She's, you know, she's, oh, she beyond KY jelly. Yeah, she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I, I use this old remedy my mama taught me. Okay, uh, and after this, you take the sex juice and you make some biscuits with it. It's good. It's a yeah, secret. Might as well get some red wine <laughs> vinegar and make yourself a um, balsamic vinaigrette. Then only the best for my grandbabies. Ugh. Uh, no, thank you. He said when he got back, they began all arguing over him having sex with another woman. Women typically frown upon a boyfriend who has coitus with multiple concubines or paramours. Um, he said Hall. She, he said Hall hit him repeatedly, and that she threw the olive oil b- bottle at him, hitting his head. Why would he even admit this? Yes. Maybe you think he messed up his sex talk, and he just said in the heat of passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I had sex with that other old woman this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm, I had 120 years of sex today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only 60. What the hell? Mm-hmm. You been and fucking she, Edith, Edith May too? And she wanted me to put the olive oil in the pancake mix. What you got, girl? <laughs> I, don't tell me you been down at at the raid house too. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> old women always had that, that extra name in the middle. No, you ain't been down at the K house. Of course, and probably not in the real name. Yeah, no, that's their real name, Karen. That's how they name them. the K. Yeah, Sally May. And pay yeah, her. May is a good one. Pay her her loan money back, too. Uh, the Florida 
I mean, the report didn't state whether the olive oil was virgin or extra virgin. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Hall said they were engaged in a copulation situation when she asked him to get the olive oil and oil made from olives, which traditionally used in cooking and salad dressing. When the boyfriend returned with the olive oil, Barbara asked if he also brought the Pam cooking spray. Damn. What the hell? Were they baking a cake, too? I don't understand this. Well, everybody knows you go Pam for, for the anal, Karen. You know? Ha! You go, you go olive oil for vagina, Pam for the for the back. Um, uh, what, what kind of spices? I bet you they use some thyme and some oregano. <laughs> I mean, since we're going to go all out, what is, what is we doing here? Barbara believed the boyfriend misunderstood what she said and commented on a girl named Pam that he knows. She's like, get the olive oil and the Pam for the sex. And he's like, Pam, I fucked her this morning. <gasps> the, boyfriend, oh. the boyfriend said he had sex with Pam while he and Hall were broke up. And that she and that started an argument. Hall said she threw a beverage at him that might have been that might have hit him. Hit him. <laughs> she said uh, she that he punched her in the ribs before he tossed the olive oil. I mean, before she tossed the olive oil and the flashlight at him, she didn't think she hit him. So, guess oh, the race. She, she knew she hit him. Guess the race of Barbara Hall. Oh, everybody in the chat room. Do you think the real can of Pam was like what I do? <laughs> yeah. Pam was like, I didn't even get none. Um, they didn't even spray me. Let's see. Uh, old stale cracker says Leonard Brothers. One who wants to be stromboli stuffed, Italian white. Uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Italian stallion says A Rod. <laughs> Nick Ju says Wyatt. Uh, white says Canuck Do. I can't imagine Negroes using olive oil, period. Well, I've seen it in uh, Bang Bros, but the correct answer is white. Everybody got it right that said white. I cook with it, and I don't want to point it on me. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, apparently, this is just gross, guys. I hope you're ready for a gross story. Here's a story that could put you off a of calamari for a while. <laughs> According to a scientific paper from the Journal of Parasitology, Parasitology, guys. That's a study of parasites. A 63-year-old Korean woman experienced severe pain in her oral cavity immediately after eating a portion of parboiled squid along with its internal organs. She spat out the food in her mouth, but she still had a prickling foreign body sensation in her oral cavity. When she went to the hospital, they removed a dozen small white Spindle-shaped, bug-like organisms stuck in the mucous membrane of her tongue, cheek, and gingiva. Gingiva? I don't know what that is. Yes, the dead squids, spermophores, spermatophores, yes, that's sperm, were still active, and they'd inseminated the woman's mouth. Oh! Squid semen! (laughs) Senior! Uh, <laughs> each sperm, each spermatophore includes an ejaculatory apparatus which can expel sperm mass quite forcefully, and a cement body for attachment. Of course, neither of these is neither of those is a needle or a knife, the sort of thing you'd expect to need for actual implantation into either a female squid or a human mouth. I've written about this mystery before. As it turns out, no one is quite sure how spermatophores implant themselves into skin. But whatever the details, it happened to humans more than once. An earlier case study reports sperm stings from consumption of raw squid. But the recent journal uh, Parasitology paper in the uh, in the first report 
is the first report I've seen on spermatophore activity in a cooked squid, parboiled to be specific. That's quite impressive, actually. And I say you you find this dude who had that quote, Donna Staff, Dana Staff. Oh, she ate it, boy. She don't fry them shits. Uh, but don't worry, staff notes that worsted squid preparations typically remove internal organs from the squid, leaving only the muscle, so you're not in any danger of accidentally ingesting spermatophores. Also, they're not dangerous unless you make contact with, and they make contact with a mucous membrane. Uh, read tons more about the weird phenomenon. Wow. Um, no, thank you. And, uh, sounds like this lady got a lawsuit. Uh, sounds to me like she got kids to take care of. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was disgusting. I think there was a party in her mouth, and mm. all the squids were coming, Karen. That's what it looks all like the to me. All the squids came in her mouth. Cosmo magazine. Police say it is over one of those quizzes in Cosmo. Start over. Over one of those quizzes oh. in Cosmo magazine. Police say it ended with a woman stabbing her husband. Alexis Vance is live in the Mesa area with a story now. Alexis. Yes, Ron, right in front of me. And I have a Cosmo magazine here, and if you're familiar at all with this magazine, they're known for their quizzes, and according to the police report, uh, it shows that they were fighting over a quiz this month's issue. I don't think they were fighting about the summer plan quiz, but uh, they were fighting over a quiz in Cosmopolitan magazine. That is what the wife says. The husband says it was over an ex-girlfriend. Either way, uh, the woman, the wife, is accused of stabbing her husband, and Mesa police had to get involved. That's never good. We're here with Sergeant Tony Landato, and I guess what happened here? Well, this occurred early Sunday morning this past Sunday, about 4 o'clock in the morning, just before 4. Uh, the female, in this case, our suspect, <coughs> called in saying that she had stabbed her husband. Um, so our officers responded to the area of 843 South Longmore. It's an apartment complex there. Uh, they found the victim in the front of the complex. He did have a, a laceration on his back. And then through the interviews, they found out that uh, they had been drinking for quite some time, both of them. Uh, you don't say. Ensued. Come on now. There's some disparage. You know, we don't know if it was over uh, some magazine article or ex-girlfriends is what he says. In any case, it escalated to a point where he says he was walking away and got stabbed in the back by She's going to be okay. What happens with her now? Well, she was arrested that night and booked on one charge of uh, aggravated assault. So, I mean, she was already booked into jail. She'll uh, go to court and answer for it. I understand he is, he was not wanting to press charges that night, which is often the case in a domestic violence situation. You guys still have to do your job. So, Absolutely. okay, well, thank you, Sergeant, for joining us. Uh, Ron, alcohol, it sounds like, maybe a little ex-girlfriend talk and the Cosmo quiz, not a good combination for this story. Boy, no kidding. All right. Well, we'll undoubtedly we'll follow that case for you. Sounds kind of wild. Alexis, thank you. Sound like he know how to respond. So guess the race of Noelle Claw, who uh, stabbed her husband over a Cosmo magazine article. It was like 10 ways to please your lover or some shit. Of course. Uh, A-Rod says, blonde haired devil. Mm. <clears throat> Cosmo quiz fucking white girls up since 1943 says Sento so he's going with white <laughs> a King Kong Tokyo Jap says Popson um wow white I know very few women who read Cosmo says Patrick um bobsled watching cheese eater Caucasian Cosmo consumer oh I like that alliteration mm-hmm. 
um and white says nick jude the correct answer karen is <clears throat> latino yes she was that's right she married a white man guys you should have gotten it from the first name noel mm-hmm. noel means something in spanish uh anyway <laughs> danielle harkins harkins not hawkins Harkins, H-A-R-K-I-N-S. She's uh wilding the fuck out in Saint Petersburg, Saint Petersburg, yes, Florida. Saint Petersburg, Florida. Oh, Florida, Florida, oh. Florida. Oh, Florida Evans. Oh, James. Oh, oh, Florida Evans. A teacher at a neighborhood family center was arrested after police say she burned and cut teens. During a bizarre ritual to remove their demons. You sure this didn't happen at Sunnydale? Was 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 Buffy involved in this shit? I know, right? You, you sure? Sound like a plot Sunny, from Sunny season Dale? one. Yes, yeah, so Sunnydale High. You sure? They ain't solved this in the library? Yeah, was she an uh, assistant <laughs> teacher that was uh, teaching science after the other teacher got his head ripped off? Yes, sir. Authorities say Danielle Harkins brought the group of teens to an area near the St. Pete Pier Saturday before dusk. They gathered around a small fire, and that's when she told them to cut their skins and let the evil spirits out. After they cut their skins, she said they would need to burn the wounds to ensure that they would not return. Police say say all seven of the teens involved were of an Asian background and knew Harkin from their time at the center in years past. Harkins is a literary teacher at the Lillman and Asian Neighborhood Family Center and has been with the center for the past four and a half years. Oh, she's taking advantage of well, this makes sense, Karen, because True Blood just came back Sunday. So, um, <laughs> Police were alerted to the incident after one of the teens sent a text message to a friend who showed it to their parents. During their investigation, detectives learned Harkins poured perfume on each teen's hand and lit it on fire. The teens suffered oh. from second-degree burns. Uh, Harkins encouraged another 17-year-old to cut into his back, get rid of an evil tick. And then burn himself to prevent any more evil spirits from entering his body. Harkin, 35, has been arrested on child abuse charges and is being held on $55,000 bail. She also has been suspended from her job without pay. Guess the race of Danielle Harkins. Danielle Harkins. Let's check the chat room, Karen. The blue-eyed devil strikes again, says Santo. The kind of woman who will tweet niggas in Paris while she's in Paris. White bed, I mean white, I mean witch, says A-Rod. <laughs> the uncle from Jackie Chan show, Asian. That's a Joan of Arc descent, descendant. <laughs> Using juju to combat bad salt by zombies, black, says Emperor L. <laughs> Cuban refugee, cheese running through her veins. Charlie Sheen, Wicked Warlock, worshiping women, white, voodoo presentation. Correct answer was white. Yeah, she was white. Yeah. I tried to make sure I emphasize on the Harkins because I know Hawkins. Hawkins. Hawkins is black. And there's, oh, yeah. there's no way around that. No, no, no way around that. Let's not even pretend. Let's not even, let's not even pretend, people. Um, this is just a weird ass story. Um, apparently, uh, there's an ad <laughs> on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Let me read the ad. Um, MacBook Pro, $13,000, I mean $1,300, Culver City. I'm selling my son's MacBook Pro 15 inches. Uh, he found out that there is going to be a new MacBook, so I will buy, be buying that for him. I bought it last summer, so it isn't even a year old yet. It's in pretty decent shape. I'm what? Pr- Who has money to blow like this? I'm pretty firm on the price. 
just a footnote i don't want to get a ton of messages from you guys saying that i'm spoiling my son turning him into an entitled monster there's a backstory that you aren't even aware of my son was committing homosexual acts and got caught in the act she caught him with a dick in his mouth karen what what the laptop got to do with that baby she caught him red-handed um we made a deal she caught him with balls in his hands well she made a deal with him and i'm sure all my homosexual people that listen to the show understand exactly how this goes you know um she made a deal that if he chose to be straight she would buy him more nice things so don't message me saying that i'm a bad parent for spoiling him it's quite the opposite i'm a good parent and i'm working with him to correct his problem wow this is like a parent in denial that her child is gay well karen he now w- he's just going to get quicker and faster porn no he was committing homosexual acts but she said put the dick down and i'll get you a new macbook and he said okay she's an idiot if she believes that Sorry. well i mean some people have done it for less cans a lot of people have been gay for 701 dollars and know? 50 cent and 50 cent <laughs> but yeah man that's crazy man that wow don't be gay you get new MacBook at the deal. You know, one out of every fourteen suicides is a gay teen. You know, like wow. But hey, let's keep this going. Um, wow, just insane. And uh, apparently, uh, they uh, the person who wrote this blog post about it mm-hmm. said, "I was I did I did receive a response from the poster and have confirmed the address is the correct location." Their response stated, I regret to inform you that I will not be calling you. I don't need for you or anyone else to have my number. Not after all the hatred and threats I've gotten. Wow. Just, man. Yeah, you can't put that out there. And then, like you said, you probably put your phone number. Some people probably call her angry. Basically, like, you won't, basically, you're not letting your child be whoever he is. Yeah, someone said this to me, man. But I actually, well, actually, there's an update on this that says it's a hoax, so. Maybe it was just bullshit. So. Okay. All right. Well, cool. It's just a hoax, but that was funny. Uh, so real time podcasting. We just found out that was a hoax. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another hoax. Hopefully. I hope so. What started out as a good night ended up being a bottle throwing brawl between the rappers Chris Brown, Drake, and Meek Mill. Oh. They all attended the WIP nightclub in Soho, New York you, City. You sure they went throwing pillars? Drake was throwing pillows and they was throwing bottles. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it happened Wednesday night. Although Meek and Brown were already in attendance, Drake arrived shortly after 3 a.m. At approximately 4 a.m., Chris Brown was suddenly rushed out by his entourage and was immediately placed in the black Jeep fleeing the scene. Not long after Tiana Taylor, who had been celebrating her singing with Kanye West's good music, or signing with Kanye West's good music label at a neighboring club, Greenhouse, was rushed out as well. Also, uh, almost immediately following her exit club goers flooded the street in an attempt to escape the bloody brawl you think drake was in there slap boxing and swinging his arms windmill style mm-hmm. a member of chris's entourage was covered in blood i will cut you with this thorn of roses i have a member of chris's entourage was covered in blood with a woman uh while a woman who had accompanied drake was carried away by his security also in attendance rappers fabulous Mayno, jules santana and trey songs were also spotted fleeing the scene during the outbreak. Well, I'm surprised Mano ran. I thought he would be the cause of this. <laughs> but that could. But what could have happened to cause all this? One attendee tells Cotton Candy, that's the name of the site, Meek Mill was actually the one who threw the first bottle. 
And you know you got too much money when you're throwing the bottles. Yeah, $100, $1,000 bottles, how much they cost in them places. A few members of Dre's camp joined in, and Chris Brown's entire entourage became enraged, reacting angrily by throwing their own bottles. Another source reports it was actually Beak Mill and Fabulous who were at odds, Drake and Chris Brown, who said who are said to not like each other, were unfortunately caught in a crossfire. Um, here's the thing, man. You know what I blame this on? What? Entourages. Yes. This is why you don't need this many fucking people in your crew, man. I got like five friends. I'm good. I'll never see them at the same time. You don't need all these motherfuckers with you at the club, man. Like, this is just, everybody's a tough guy, man. Meanwhile, these are some of the most sensitive-ass rappers and singers in the game. Mm-hmm. But I'm supposed to believe they go to the to the club and throw bottles at each other and want to fight. Like, get the no. fuck out of here. This is nothing but that, that fake toughness because you got a bunch of people with you. Anyway, yes, man. sir. These niggas are soft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I bet get... you the balls didn't even break. What is we talking about? <laughs> right. It's, it's like, you think he was throwing them like, ah! Yes. Ouch, you hit me, Chris Brown. Stop it. Don't toss it as hard. Someone's going to get hurt. It might break. You almost put out my eye. What's going on here? I thought we were supposed to be fake fighting. Now I have wine on my shirt. Oh, I can't believe this. It's going to take all night. I have to get this dry cleaned. Oh, I'm not script this out. The man is accused of flashing <laughs> children on Walt Disney World property. Yeah, police say he exposed himself to little girls at the pool at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. 68-year-old Don Odom has been charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition after allegedly... 68, exposing himself to little kids, Karen. He got them old man balls. He had to let them dry. <laughs> Exposing himself. Watch News Michelle Meredith joining us live right now with the late breaking details. Michelle. Well, this man is accused of hanging out in the pool looking for little girls. Oh, he was he was hanging out in the, the pool, pool, all right. <laughs> he was he was hanging all yeah, around and there. his balls was hanging out. Yeah, he was hanging out by the pool, just uh, having a balls out weekend when uh, apparently with goggles. This is the man accused of. It said he was targeting the girls that had goggles. Wait. Yeah, because he's probably underneath water. So, you know, little girls got goggles on. They probably could see him clear. This is the man. Oh, yeah. So he was, he wanted them to be able to see his, his, his Johnson so bad that he was targeting the ones with goggles to make sure they got a good look. Yes, because I wore goggles underneath water. It just makes your yeah. vision really clear. Mm-hmm. ...of exposing himself to multiple children at a Disney resort. He's 68-year-old John Oldham from New York. According to well, if he was in the pool exposing himself, then it must have been a small world after all. Mm-hmm. Real small. Afternoon at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge in the pool. The arrest affidavit says Oldham's M.O. was to float around to girls wearing goggles. And then when they would go underwater, he would stand in front of them with his hands up in the water and flash them. A nine-year-old <gasps> victim told deputies she was swimming near the slide when she almost swam into an old man. She told deputies something was hanging out of the side of his leg, and it looked like a dog chew toy. Oh, she said she went, kids say the darndest uh, things. Dog chew, chew toy. <laughs> she was like, something, well, I don't know what it was, but damn it, it looked like something my dog would chew on. Underwater and noticed his private was out of his swim shorts. A seven-year-old victim told her parents what was happening, so did other children. According to deputies, one parent watched Oldham for a while and noticed he would float around to other girls with goggles. Law enforcement was called. John Oldham was arrested and faces charges of lewd and lascivious exhibition. A spokesperson for Disney says 
The alleged behavior is something that is not tolerated here, and we will continue to work closely with law enforcement. Mm. Oldham is now trying mm. to post a $3,500 bond. Martha. Yeah, you think he was singing, It's a small world after <laughs> all. It's a small world I think he was saying, It's a balls world after all. His it's name? a balls, balls world. So guess the race chat room of John Oldham. He was pulling out that old ham, all right. He's putting out more than a ham. He's putting a ham in the dog toy, according to the girl. Uh, Linda says, Jerry Sandusky while out on Braille. Old pink sack honky says A-Rod. Uh, White says J-4. Uh, has met Chris Hansen several times. White says Emperor L. <laughs> pink dick white says Kim. Pink dick. Is that even? That's that new. Even, that, that's a good one. That's one new one. Yeah. Oh, pink dick. I've heard pink toes. I've never heard pink dick before. Um, all right. Well, the correct answer is white. He's a old white man. Um, mm-hmm. This is just a funny video someone sent me, man. Um, apparently, um, somebody stole some Girl Scout money. Uh, you know how I feel about Girl Scouts and those fucking cookies. Those are crack dealers. As far as I'm concerned. Yes, sir. Okay, so what happened here uh, yesterday? I Basically, me and my friend Stephanie, we needed some money. We saw a girl selling Girl Scout cookies. We saw an envelope with money in it, and I grabbed it, and she drove away. Why did you do it? Because we needed money. We just wanted money. What did you need the money for? Just for anything. We didn't have any money. It was just an easy way of getting money. But you do realize, I mean, you're going to be charged with the crime. Oh, I was already charged with the crime and actually pissed because I should have kept that money. They charged me with all the charges I just got. But does it work? What the fuck? She got to be the stupidest. (laughs) She sound like one of the chicks on Girls. (laughs) Yes, she does. She does. She's like, well, to tell you the truth, you know, if the Girl Scouts would have just gave me the money, we would have never been in this situation right. in the first place. Think about me and how inconvenient this is for me as yes. a thief. Yes. I mean, that you would well, committed a, a misdemeanor? Well, nothing's, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it now, but. What about the people who would say, all right, you know, it's one thing to steal money. It's another thing to do it from a nine-year-old girl selling Girl Scout cookies. I mean, money's money. I mean, it was a nine-year-old girl, but there was $150 in that envelope, and I wanted that money. But it didn't belong to you. I just want to say that I'm sorry for offending the Girl Scout organization, but... She's sipping on, like, a latte from from Starbucks. Starbucks. (laughs) I'm watching it. Oh, God, who are her parents? That's it. I mean, some people might say it's... I heard one person in our newsroom call it heartless to steal money from a from a nine year old girl. I mean, that well, it's not her money. A nine year old girl was selling it, but it's not like she was gonna make that money. So, it doesn't really bother me. The only thing that bothers me is my charges now. What was the? I mean, what was the other crime that you had been charged with? Domestic battery. Um, wow. Much, we just saw the Girl Scouts with their little table. And me and my friend were like, let's get that money that's in that envelope. Because it was just sitting on the table, and it was her and her mom. By the way, these are the whitest of white girls. Like, it's, it's beautiful how ignorant they are right now. They're just so ignorant. 
We and were they just don't like, think nothing wrong. We just saw the money, you know, just laying around. You know, when I see money laying around my house, I just randomly pick it up. I don't care who it belongs to. So, you know, my friends just know not to lay any money around me because I will steal it. Right. Like, you could not go to court as a black man with this as a defense. Like, um, Bitch, you a thief. It's like, uh, Mr. Raheem Jones, uh, it's understood that you robbed the 7-Eleven convenience store at gunpoint and took everything well the the money was just sitting in the register and i needed the money so you know i just like pulled my shotgun out and like totally put it in face and was like you know just give me some money and like you know maybe we can do some stuff with the money and go you know i just wanted to go to the mall like maybe see a movie or something I didn't have nothing else to do. We were just <laughs> bored. We, I looked at her. She looked at me. I was like, what do you want to do? She was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we seen, we looked over. We seen two Girl Scouts over there. And we guessed it was around $100. I was like, do you want to steal it? Well, fuck yeah. What else do we have it's to just, do? I just need some money. <sighs> so I just like kicked out. You know, I was hungry and I was walking down the street. And I just, like, kicked that little baby in the chest and took his ice cream cone because, you know, it was hot out. Yeah. And it was just really hot. So, I mean, I, I he had ice cream yes. and I wanted it. What was he going to do with it? He couldn't yeah. eat it in the first place. It's just a baby with an ice cream cone. I mean, it's yes, a baby. Oh. It should have had a bottle. Her mom wasn't really paying attention. She was yapping to some lady, and the girl was just standing there by herself. And so my friend goes into Winn-Dixie. Wait, don't. Can't this be used as a court of law? Yes. Like, aren't they're they just going to play this at the fucking trial? Like, they're uh, going to jail for a very long time for this. This is idiotic. I apologize if I offended anybody that I stole money from. I mean, I just want to see, like, uh, a bunch of black dudes use this shit in court of law for serious crimes. No. And then, then you got <laughs> Yes. I, that is what I want to see. Uh-oh. I want to see a bunch of... It's like, you murdered seven men in cold blood. Well, you know, they were just like in another gang and you know like how I'm really into red and <laughs> they're really into blue. blue. So like I they were like on my street and I just don't understand how, you know, if you're gonna be on my street and you're not gonna be wearing red, which is like my favorite color, then I have to put bullets inside of you and I don't see why bullets being inside of someone is so wrong i mean they were just standing there without guns and red on so i just guess i would just shoot them because i was like bored and they were just standing there <laughs> and there was nothing else to do and i've been told that if you wear this color i have to shoot you yeah so i guess that's what i was just doing yeah um your honor can i speak for a second first of all um she was just like laying there passed out um from drinking all night so I just like took the sex because I mean I wanted to have sex and you know she I know she didn't really want to have sex but it was just like you know I was feeling like it was sex time so you know I just did it and, like my friend was right there and so she just like drove the car and rode off you know yes I didn't think nothing of it <laughs> I mean because I mean I know she was passed out but if she didn't want it all she had to do was say no I mean I was just totally like uh we were like we saw the big ass towers there we were like flying the planes and we just like you know let's just ram the planes to the towers cause like you know fuck them and America and everything and like how they have money I think this voice can explain anything yes it can I really do <laughs> I really think the fucking maybe you know what when people do devil's advocate from now on they need to use this voice 
And that's what devil's advocate should have to be. It should be this, this fucking annoying voice so we can all tell that you're a fucking asshole. And an idiot. I was waiting outside of here, like ready to leave. So she grabs the envelope, she snatched it really quick, she ran to my car, and we left, and we parked, and we split the money. Why did you do it? Um, I mean, who doesn't like, who doesn't like money? Damn, she got Starbucks too. I don't know. But it's a crime. I know it's a crime, but it was an easy crime. It was, it was easy. It was sitting right there. I mean, there is a lesson learned now, but... No, no, you don't no, seem no. to have learned anything. No, she's gonna go to her daddy with his million dollar lawyers, and she's yeah. probably not gonna see a fucking day in jail. The other girl might go to jail, but this one ain't. I know shaking a baby is like a crime, and like yeah, it'll die and stuff. But I mean, it's yes, an easy crime. Yes. Shaking a baby is like you know, you can like shake a tambourine like you shake a baby. Yes. It's easier and, than and, that. and I know you're not supposed to hit kids, you know, right. but the baby was crying. I got tired of fucking baby crying, and she's okay going wah wah, and you know. She wouldn't shut the fuck up, so I figured out there was nothing else to do, so I just smacked her, and she just cried more. Yeah. So I got tired of that, so I figured out I'd strangle her. <laughs> that, that's the only thing that got her shut up. I, I was bored, and there was nothing else to do. She just kept staring at me. God. I wasn't really aware of the cameras or anything. I didn't think about it. We weren't, didn't really think. What was the, what's the lesson you say that, that, you, that you could learn out of this? Probably not to get caught or maybe not wow. to steal. Shit, there was no lesson. Not to me. get caught or maybe not to steal. <laughs> this is beautiful. What you mean? This is not the first time she's done this shit. I love these women. Right now, no, because I'm kind of pissed because... I have charges and we had to give the money back anyway, so now I'm pretty pissed. But I mean, I mean, some people might say it's you know not not the nicest thing to do to steal money from a child, especially a Girl Scout selling cookies. Well, I don't know. Money's money, and it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> oh wow! I don't have, like I don't feel sadness for that little girl. I mean, she's getting a lot of money right now from people who feel bad for her. So whatever. Oh. What are you gonna use the money for? Um, probably for gas, just for gas money and like my cigarettes and stuff. I don't know. Are you worried about the misdemeanor charges? And yes, I'm very worried. <laughs> um, I'm worried that they might come back up a month later, and I'm gonna have cops knocking on my door for a warrant. So those people over there, I'm very pissed. <laughs> she's she she's pissed. She fucking stole from them. And now she's pissed because they're going to press charges and come and arrest her ass a month from now. You shouldn't have fucking did it. I like the idea of the criminal being pissed about something. That they did. Yeah, I'm really pissed. I mean, like, the cops totally didn't have to, like, beat me up and shit, you know, just because I shot a couple innocent people. I spent fifty dollars on gas. I filled up my gas tank, and that's it. But I was planning on buying like a necklace and all this stuff and a new phone. But now I guess not. We should have at least. Her phone started ringing, and his white girl mom. Oh my god! Did you wow. hear that? It's creation. It started ringing. Are his... you serious? Yeah, it is like one dick girl. We'll look back. <gasps> Listen to this shit. Listen oh, to this. Shit. Listen again. And all this stuff and a new phone. But now I guess not. We should have at least got to keep the money. Am I allowed to answer the phone? Holy shit, man. Well, that's just fucking beautiful there. 
I mean, do we even have to do guess the race? Like, no, I think we I gave, think, I think we gave guess the race away for this one. Pretty sure we got this one. <laughs> oh, oh man, that is classic. Uh, I don't even know what this is, man. Karen, you said you didn't send this to me. Mm-mm. Well, apparently, um, Christwire, which I'm assuming is some sort of a religious website, um, it, there's a new uh, article that says Afro gay, the most violent gay breed yet. What is Afro gay? What is an Afro gay? Thank you. Yes, explain, sir. Just when you thought Mexi gay was the most vile crossbreed of homosexual and the homo gay community, the homo gay community unleashes yet another genetic monstrosity. What's Mexi gay? The Afro gay, Karen. Stronger, faster, hipper, and even more of a minority than a Filipino redhead. Who wrote this? What? With this new type of gay, they can now double up on their government assistance. Which will drain your wallets faster. Not only do they get f- to get food stamps. Oh, this this what is this? Who wrote this article? Christwire dot Christwire must not be too good of a site because um, on here they actually have uh, they have some spelling mistakes and shit. Like, anyway, not that I'm surprised that these dumb motherfuckers. Um, and I didn't know that the gays was div- divided. We got mixed gays, Afro gays. We got the Caucasian gays. I understand. Is everybody in their own group? I just thought it was just two gay dudes with Afros. That's it. Um, not only do they get food stamps, colored people, scholarships, and have the protection of the terrorist group known as the NAACP, this group can also collect gay welfare. Just <laughs> gay welfare. Gay. Um, who wrote this? I didn't know the NAACP was a terrorist group. Who wrote this shit? Doc? I don't know, but somebody that is stupid and idiotic as hell. At Christwire.org, let this, um, this has got to be a spoof or something. This can't be, be real. real. It can't be real. Like, like I don't like, even see a byline on here, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm aborting this fucking ad. This yeah, I, I know I did not send that bullshit to you, sir. Yeah, I don't know who sent this to me, but no, stop. Tyson Bowers the third is the author, supposedly. <laughs> Christwire.org. This is written June twenty eighth, two thousand eleven. What? This is just, this is so ignorant. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Not only do they get food stamps, but they get the terrorist group. They end up like CP. This the gay welfare. What the fuck is that? I, I did not send you that. I, have I know got, I sent you some bullshit, but I did not send you that bullshit. Stopping them, stopping them from the illegal activity is not only now now not only racist but homophobic at the same time. It's like a mad homoologist. Homoologist. They making up words. Homoologist. <laughs> it's like a mad homoologist concocted a animal mixed wow, with the. We don't know how to handle all this gayness. Mixed an animal mixed with a dangerous tiger, fecal throwing monkey, and a rainbow colored unicorn that violently rump rapes victims at night like a nappy headed stealthy butt ninja and leaves no trace. <laughs> all wrapped up in one. Clearly, this is a choke, man. I'm not reading the rest of this because there's no way this is serious. Someone. Someone is fucking with the show, and they send us this bullshit, man. See what other articles this dude wrote. Oh, uh, this got to be a joke. Four satanic and blood sex-driven things your daughter will do at Coachella. Tyson Bowers' third recipe corner, and it's got this got Ku Klux Klan cupcakes. Oh my yes, this is this is definitely a spoof. This is good. Oh this, my gosh, this is this definitely is a, good, a spoof. 
like 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 somebody just picking on like christian yeah it's gotta be like them picking on uh the hard right uh people that's just funny it gotta be a spoof Final Fantasy 13 2 is fecal jousting its commie porn into the souls of your children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Gays now breeding dogs with penile patterns. Wow. Pinterest, the wafting scent of whoreness under the noses of your wives. (laughs) (laughs) Gays now serving pig rectum at your child's school. Oh, my. Man marries dead girlfriend. Gay marriage to blame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Well, whoever sent me that, that that's funny. That's classic. Um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into some more articles. Let's see. Oh, this is just a funny-ass blog I saw, right? It's somebody's Tumblr. Uh, it's ono-policio.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. And apparently, <laughs> this dude. This lady is a model, Melissa Stetton, mm-hmm. and she's uh, was on Twitter, and so she she's tweeting like live tweeting her flight. Right, she's flying out of Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, "No thanks, Brian." The actor sitting next to me on this flight talking about his role with Kurt Russell and his spiritual beliefs. So then she next tweet. Brian has a wedding ring. I asked him how his wife is. He says he just wears the ring because he likes it. Right. Right. Right, Brian. Apparently, Brian is a straightforward guy from Oklahoma who booked a a McDonald's commercial when he was 19. And then God took over from there. Brian hates closed-minded people, but loves artists in the industry and just called this one-sided conversation a collabo between us. What a douche. (laughs) <laughs> it's like he's talking and she's tweeting this shit and he's like you know this little collab we're having yes. I, I love this conversation a lot of people like that a lot of people just talking you don't say shit as far as they're concerned it's a great conversation yeah, yeah you know what else uh why don't you write my number down again toots um oh <laughs> yes while she stares at him sideways oh wow brian grew up on a ranch near uber conservative parents but his stance on gay marriage is like she's sleeping Brian just said, like us sitting here right now talking about where where we're from, it's like divine interception. Right. Interception. <laughs> Even if he would have said divine intervention, intervention, he still would have been wrong, by the way. That's yes, not what it I means. I thought you was going to say intervention. That's why I was like, oh, intercept. no, that's not right. Brian asked what I do for a living. I said, model. He said, oh, I love meeting other artists like myself. Brian just finished working on a movie with Matthew McConaughey, who inspired his craft immensely, being a small town boy like my like himself. Uh, and so the she was she was sent from Pat Healy at Pat underscore Healy a a link to his IMDb page, Brian Presley. And she said, is this is this him by any chance? And so Melissa replies back. Yes, this is Brian. And his, oh, and his profile says Brian Priestley. Uh, tr- he's a son. Jackson Gunner is his trivia son. Jackson Gunner arrived at January 7, 2007 and weighed in at seven pounds. So he's talking about his son, Brian and Aaron, who have chosen to call their son Jack. So apparently he's got like a wife and a kid. Yes. So he was clearly lying. He was born 19 August 18, 1977. Um, so she says he said he was engaged for six months, but broke it off. And even even though uh, he asked, you know, because someone said, why don't you ask him about his wife, Aaron, and his son, Jackson? 
and he said he was only engaged for six months and broke it off brian likes going back to oklahoma to inspire the less fortunate to become artists like himself wow <laughs> he sounds like such a douchebag brian just took his heineken and nothing oh, hold on baby mm-hmm. how you gonna have an imdb page and then go stand in line to somebody yeah right come exactly. on dog uh brian went to the bathroom with his heineken cup and said he'd come right back holy shit brian came back in the bathroom without his wedding ring on watch out virgin america you got a real <laughs> you got a real charmer on board oh, brian asked off. brian asked if i saw the book of mormon i said yes he said he wanted to get into a theater uh when he was a rodeo boy back in homer oklahoma i guess he calls it homer brian said he was engaged to another actress but it didn't work out because they didn't mesh well together Holy shit, he had three Heineken's and is wasted. Sober? Hardly. Because apparently someone sent her a link that says is an interview with Brian Presley. Mm-hmm. And it's called Clean Up or Die. After a season of abusing booze and steroids, Brian Presley made a choice. Clean up or die. God has a way of getting your attention like that. And for Presley, who's grown up a Christian and had the best of intentions when he took on Hollywood as a young, ambitious actor, hitting rock bottom might have been the only way he finally sit up and listened. So he's supposed to be sober. Wow. Funny how life imitates arts. Then, because Presley's new movie, Touchback, opened in about 50 theaters this week, is essentially his life story. Handsome, talented guy with the world at his fingertips, starts making bad decisions, blows it all, gets depressed, considers, and maybe attempts suicide, and then gets divine wake-up call for the real life. Uh, Presley is the story of an actor and the CEO of an indie production company, Freedom Films. For his character in Touchback, it's a football star. Same guy, different uniforms. Presley, now sober for a year and a half, considers himself still in recovery, but says his relationship with God and his family have never been better. He walked to, he walked to him about, we talked to him about his new movie produced by his own, by his own and his up and down, up again journey. And Melissa now says, did I ruin Brian Presley's life via Twitter? Then she took a picture of him and says, who opens the windows on a red eye flight? Brian does. Fucking Brian. Wow. Yeah, man. What a, what a jerk. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. Um, that's what he gets. This is just crazy, man. Um, this is not guess the race. Um, when music at a neighbor's evening party got too loud for his own liking, Raul Rodriguez showed up to complain carrying a gun and a video camera. <gasps> As a verbal confrontation unfolded, the retired Houston area firefighter told a police dispatcher by phone that he feared for his life and was standing his ground. A reference that calls to mind the law uh, at the center of the Trayvon Martin slaying in Florida in February. The incident involved Rodriguez. Uh, it happened two years before Martin's death. And it will be decided under a different kind of self-defense doctrine, but it offers another example of how laws governing deadly forces are tested in the nation's courtrooms and the many complex legal issues swirling around the case. Um, so uh, prosecutors call Rodriguez an aggressor who could have safely left his neighbor's driveway at any time. His defense attorneys insist Texas law still gave him the right to defend himself, even if it meant taking a life. A 22-minute video was recorded, was recorded by Rodriguez that night. So the guy who did the shooting recorded the video himself. Okay. He can be heard talking to a police dispatcher after walking over to the home of Kelly Donaher uh, to complain about the noise. Both men live in Huffman, an unincorporated area about 30 miles east, northeast of Houston. Uh, Rodriguez told the dispatcher he feared for his life. 
He can also be heard telling Danaher and two other men to keep the noise down. One of the men who was apparently who had apparently seen Rodriguez's gun cursed at Rodriguez and suggested that he was going to go inside Danaher's home as it retrieve his own weapon. Look, I will defend myself, sir. It, it's about to get out of hand, sir. Please help me. Please help me, sir. My life is in danger now. Rodriguez can be heard saying on the recording, which was played for jurors this week. The images are mostly darker in shadow. I'm standing my ground here. Now these people are going to try and kill me. Rodriguez, 47, eventually tells the dispatcher, look, I'm not losing to these people anymore. A loud crack- cackling laugh is then heard before someone appears to reach for the camera and a gun goes off. That's when the video abruptly ends. Donna Her, 36, who taught physical education at an elementary school, was, uh, was killed. The other two men were wounded. One of the wounded men, a Houston firefighter named Ricky Johnson, told jurors uh, that sounds like such a black name ricky johnson ricky told jurors friday that he and his friends were not at fault and says rodriguez started the process by coming with a gun so this dude is taking stand your ground to i can come to your house pull a gun on you tell you to turn your noise down and if you do anything about it i can kill you and i'm supposed to be protected by the law yeah, this is some bullshit, and, and this is why the stand your ground law is some bullshit. Uh, because a you was in your house, your house, right? You left your house. You came to my house yeah. to complain about my noise with a weapon that you bought, and then when I when the person inside be like, "Hey, I'm retaliating. I was sudden. You feel threatened, and yeah. you feel like you have the right to shoot and kill a woman. He needs to be fucking charged." Yeah, well, it was a dude that he shot and killed, but yeah, oh, yeah, still, yeah, he needs to be charged. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Um, Kenneth Ellis, who lived across the street from Rodriguez, testified Friday that at the night of uh, the night of the shooting, he saw Rodriguez was in an agitated and angry state. When he left his home, he was saying, "Shut up, shut up." Johnson intended to introduce evidence showing that Rodriguez had a history of threatening neighbors by brandishing his gun, but District State Judge David Mendoza did not allow the evidence. Why not? How does that not pertain to this? Uh, one of his attorneys, William Stradley, tried to demonstrate that his client was in fear for his life when one of the men lunged at him and he had less than a second to respond. Why did he? My, my thing is this. A, why did you come to my house with a gun? Mm-hmm. That, like, like you coming to my house with a gun, pop the whole thing off in the first place. You could have called the police and said, hey, I got neighbors next door. May, hey, hey. My thing is this. Where, when did eliminating the police and you being the police is the norm? Yeah. It's crazy, man. People want to take And then you don't in, want to be charged. Yeah, they want to take everything into their own hands, man. It's crazy. Um, and it's stupid. All right, we got to talk about sword ratchetness, Karen. Yes, we do, sir. Three were jailed for a sword attack. Three men who attacked a 20-year-old male with swords and left him in need of 50 stitches have been jailed uh, for GBH. What's GBH? I have no idea. I feel like I read this one before. Yeah, I read this one before. Never mind. No sword ratchetness this week. Uh Uh-oh, we ain't got no sword ratchetness. Karen, we're finally making a dent. In sore ratchetness, Karen. I don't um, believe that. I know some sore ratchetness happens. Well, I got old articles that we probably haven't read, but I mean, you know, I, should we should we really make up sore ratchetness? I mean, let's give the sore people a week off, Karen. They they did the thing. Okay, I, I guess we can. Nobody died from sore ratchetness. Uh, 
this this year i mean this week i guess we can you know we on a crusade so i'm kind of sad okay what about this a man who worked in a monogram stop then we talk about this dude he carried a sword to work he tried he lost his trial yeah i think we <laughs> i think we've done all the soreness this week uh for for finally a week with no sore wretchedness i don't believe this what is the earth if, coming if to you say so sir but take this extra time and do another uh, article. Let's do it then, sir. <laughs> Shit. That was, that was an easy day. <laughs> um, all right. This is just something that someone sent me that I just find ridiculous. Uh, basically, Torre wrote an article about will there ever be another Black America's team? What do you mean by that? Certain sports teams used to grab a certain place in Black collective mind. Do any teams do that today, Karen? In another era not so long ago, the Miami Heat or Oklahoma City Thunder might have become Black America's team. This is a phenomenon that arose from time to time when several aspects came together, like the sun and the moon and the earth and the eclipse. What the hell is he talking about? It will happen when a team had a significant Black presence, such as such as one or several Black players who many Blacks respected or found unusually charismatic and in some way were representative of Black style, like Michael Jackson's. I mean, Michael John, Magic Johnson's. I was a Michael Jackson. <laughs> Magic Johnson's Lakers in the 1980s. The more uh, the team that the team had to have a sense of swagger, and maybe an air of defiance and flair to the way they played, so that somehow translated into the embodiment of blackness or some sort of racial or political dim- dimension that made the team seem to symbolize something beyond sports. And Black America's teams had to do- appear dominant. They were squads that were widely expected to win, never plucked underdogs. There's no official acknowledgement of this honor, and it's not something a team can seek to recreate. They just grab a special place in the black collective mind. You know how at the black meeting we all vote, Karen? Uh, I'm sorry to to tell you um, I didn't get that invitation uh, Uh, to the all-black everything meeting. uh, Basketball has reduced most of black America's teams. But not all of them. I recall the Pittsburgh Pirates in the 1970s, which won the 71 and 79 World Series starring, starting, starring Willie Pop Stargell. Was Torrey even alive in 1971? No. That sounds like he made that. <laughs> like he, that sounds like he's saying that but doesn't fucking know. No. But I don't know. Maybe he was one year old in 1971. <laughs> Torrey is 40 all of a sudden? Jesus, man. That's a young looking 40. Um... Uh, it says uh, Willie Pop Stardew and Roberto Clemente, the first MLB team to fill the all black and brown starting lineup. Clemente died in a plane crash in 1972, which endeared them all the more. Their black and gold uniforms are cool, and their theme song was Sister Sledge's We Are Family. Breaking racial barriers usually puts a team in black America's team stratosphere. Uh, Jackie Robinson, along with the pitcher Don Newcomb, and catcher Roy Campanella made the Brooklyn Dodgers into Black America's team because breaking the color barrier was a giant step in American history. At a time when baseball was America's central sport, Robinson was like a forerunner of the civil rights movement. Okay, so now he's educating us about Jackie Rob. Like, who doesn't know? I- anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, man. The thing that he had, like these questions that he asked at the end, that I thought were pretty pretty weird Mm -hmm. why did the stars align around certain teams to make them become black america's team he answers his own questions for many of those teams it wasn't just identifying with blackness it was the rebellious it was with rebellious teams it was with teams that were anti-establishment my thing is this um i just got just got an issue with the whole article it's like weird 
um, because majority of the NBA players are black. Most of the, you know, they're mixed or, or, or either uh, non-white. A lot of the teams are. And my thing is that uh, I never really known of a black team other than when they had what the NBA, ABA, when they had them divided up when I, when it was like a black league. Yeah. Other than that, I've never really known like the NBA to be like a black black team, you know, with right. all the black people. Rah, rah, rah. I mean, first of all, I'm not sure how big a sports fan he is, but the Golden State Warriors were a black ass team, and that was only like five years ago with Stephen Jackson, yes, Baron Davis, yes, they and were them Um, not to mention like he he says like Portland Trailblazers, sorry. Why don't we see more black America teams in football? And, like, Wilbon is answering these questions because it's not a black sport. Even though the racial percentages in football and basketball are about to say there are no white American stars in basketball, but in pro football, the white male face is still the face of the league. And Peyton, is, is Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Eli Manning, or Drew Brees? You've got black stars, but pro football will never be a black man's league. Um, but, I mean, if you're talking about football, what about my, that Miami team? Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyway, this is, like, the problem with all this, like, explaining blackness that Ture does. Like, it never really, there's no real logic to it. No, and, it's not. You know, he says these broad-sweeping statements that, I mean, if you talk to most black people on an individual level, they will not fucking agree with. Like, no. He says, I think in this era of post-blackness, there's, like, oh, apparently we're out of blackness, Karen. I did not know. No. Oh, 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 so when I wake up in the morning and look at myself, I'm post-black now? Yes. When you get pulled over by the cops for no reason, you go, uh-uh. That was, uh-uh. That's, that's 2008, yes. sir. You're 2000, you're 2000 late. Yeah, just 2012. I am post-black. Yeah, this is apparently you didn't get the memo. It's post-blackness now, so you have to let me go. Yes, right. He says there's too broad a range of black identities for the community can jail around one team. And it's too hard for any one of the, one team to symbolize much from a racial standpoint. Is Black America's team really a dead phenomenon? To get some answers, I call Mike Will Bond, and that's who he does these questions. And my with. thing is this: what happened? What, what happened to you? Just like in the sport? Apparently, Karen, you need to be part of Black America's team to really understand what's going on here, Karen. If he says so, you're just not on the team. You didn't. Uh, you didn't vote at the Black meeting. And, that's uh, what I get. Uh, my bad. My bad. Everybody knows that the new Black America team is Utah Jazz. So. <laughs> Everybody, everybody get in line all right man it's been another episode of the blackout tips podcast uh make sure you look on uh look us up on itunes leave us a five-star review uh check out our website theblackouttips.com uh vote in the polls Yes, leave y'all. comments in the polls. Leave comments on the, uh, you know, on the actual episodes. We appreciate that. Go to the store, donate, um, donate your account on uh, donateyouraccount.com slash tbgwt. Um, do all that good stuff, man. You guys yes. know what to do. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm um, say that again. That S N D A T. And we're also on Google Plus and Facebook and all that shit. Make sure you guys are doing that. Uh, make sure you're subscribing. Um, Go to uh, our store, man. Do that shit. Uh, also, let's thank our sponsors, Shadow Dog mm-hmm. Productions, who just say go buy our crap. Yes, Dex and that crew. ShadowDogProductions.com, where you will get entered to win a free audio play of your choosing if you leave us a five-star review. Well, or if you already iTunes. have. Yeah, on iTunes. Or if you already have, you can go look up Alexa Yings, A-L-E-X-A-Y-E-A-M-E-S. Uh, on 
uh itunes and leave her a five-star review on her audio play album and uh you know get registered to get you something free man yes sir even if you're not interested in the free audio play go do that anyway so we can uh you know get them uh some free publicity on itunes guys um and also adamandeve.com use the code tbgwt when you check out and you'll be entered to uh well you'll be not entered to win you'll get 50 percent off of just about any item yes you will and you also get free shipping Free sensual gift I can't tell you about, and three free DVDs of slow motion white people having sex. What's better than that? Nothing. You know, because we're just like having sex and it's like in slow motion, like on the beach. Yes, I got tired. It was nothing else to do. It was like so, so much sex. We might as well just fuck. This might be the Come most on. annoying voice ever. Like, who would have sex? Like, that might, the Florida Evans voice and that woman. Those, the two worst voices. The two worst sex voices. Yes. No, James, hit this. I think that scene worse than the white Hit this pussy as hard as you can, James. <laughs> oh, God. Why don't you just go ahead and hit this pussy? <laughs> Make that ass harder, James. Uh, you could go ahead. Don't swing my ass. It's so hard. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't want to hurt. It feels like sunburn. All right, guys. We'll see you guys um, Saturday for a feedback show. And then Sunday morning uh be Father's Day, which means my dad will be on the show with us. Yes, And uh, we'll be talking all kinds of fatherly shit. And I'll be cursing in front of my dad. And y'all will be like, oh, that nigga can curse in front of his dad. Goddamn. All right, man. <laughs> Until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Write this, queen. I ain't seen you in a minute. Wrote this letter and finally decide to send it. Sign, sealed, delivered for us to grow together. Love has no limit. Let's spin a slow forever. I know your heart is weathered by what studs did to you. I ain't gonna solve them because I probably did it too. Because of you, feelings I handle with care. Some niggas recognize your life, but they can't handle the glare. You know I ain't the type to walk around with matching shirts. A relationship is effort. I will match your work. I want to be the one to make you happiest and hurt you the most. They say the end is near. It's important that we're close to the most high. Regardless of what happened on him, let's rely. It's important we communicate and tune the fate of this union to the right pitch. I never call you my bitch or even my boo. There's so much in the name and so much more in you. Few understand the union of woman and man. It's sex and a tingle is where they assuming it land. But that's fly by night for you in the sky, right? During these cold side nights, moon, you my light. If heaven had a height, you would be that tall. Ghetto to call the shop, you, I see that all. Let's stick to understanding and we won't fall. For better or worse times, I hope to me you call. So I pray every day more than anything. Friends will stay as we begin to lay this foundation for a family. Love ain't simple. Why can't it be anything worth having? You work at annually. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine.
It's kinda fresh, you listen to more than hip-hop And I can catch you in the mix from beauty to thrift shop Plus you shit pop when it's time to Thinking you fresh, but just in beats I should rhyme to At times when I'm lost, I try to find you You know to give me space when it's time to My heart sticks in every...